body fat, uh, so, which I would mean, kill that... him. <laughs> because a simple shockwave would just rupture his organs because there's no padding between them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. But because... I mean, I did. I liked. I liked seeing him. I was happy that he was there. But uh, yeah, it wasn't like I was kind of hoping for a little bit more with him. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's fine. It's all right. But it was. It felt like you know how at I'll the end more. of at the end of Loki and at the end of uh, WandaVision, there's like kind of this lingering like, oh shit, something's gonna happen, something bad, blah blah blah. But at the end of Winter Soldier and the end of this, it's just kind of like happy family time. Let's have a beer. Like it's just not the ending I wanted from a first season of one of these shows. We'll see more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know what? Oh, I, of course. But what I think is funny is that everyone on the internet is like, well, I'm I'm sorry, you didn't see uh, Spider Man or like uh, without spoiling it because we're live now. Um, in this in Hawkeye because you know Rogers the musicals happened at the same time I'm like Broadway musicals last for a long time it doesn't mean yeah. it's the same time <laughs> like yeah. a different timeline like people are weird anyway this is us we're here we are Geeks with Kids and we are the parenting podcast from a geeky point of view sort of you know what maybe I'll change that uh that um tagline parenting? next year yeah yeah <laughs> we because do sometimes how many parents we got here? Two? No, Two. I, I told you, it's 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 geeks with kids and geeks who are kids. That's fair. That's fair. And we do introduce a lot of people to different fandoms. And, you know, we generally give advice on how to get into different fandoms, which I enjoy. And maybe if, uh, you know, um, Elgato slash Corsair want to sponsor us, just look at that application I sent in. It's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Daddy needs a new stream deck for Christmas. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so <laughs> I am Eric and joining me this week are my podcast variants, Dave, Hawk, Marcus, and Brent. How's it going, guys? I'm not a variant. You're a variant. You're a variant. No, I'm You're not a variant. variant. There's only, one, only yeah. one Dave. My, my wife is looking for something and I don't know what, what, what are you looking for? Now this is a, this is a podcast about having kids. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so this week we're going to be chatting about, uh, the recently released Spider-Man No Way Home and our overall feelings on the film. But you know, we're not going to start with that now because we got to talk about what we're liking. I haven't seen all these guys and talked to them in a while. So I'd like to turn to them and ask them, you know, what, what are you enjoying, enjoying in lives? What are you obsessing over? <laughs> Why can't I talk? And, uh, yeah. Let's What's your yum, my sir? What's your yum, Dave? Go. Oh, uh, I'm back on that my Apex bullshit. Um, I know, I know. I've, I've watched winter, a number of your streams. It's a uh, winter, winter. Uh, actually, I've been feeling pretty good. I'm actually having a lot of fun playing Apex. Winter Express is this uh, cool three v three v three game mode uh, that they do like usually every Christmas. Uh, it's neat. Um, the skins and stuff haven't been very cool, but I don't know why. I've just been it's just been fun. Nice. I don't think there's been any other games or anything lately. Uh, and I'm an idiot because I haven't watched The Witcher yet. I yep. really want to binge it, but I just haven't found the time. It's so good. I will. I will. It makes me feel any better. I still haven't watched the first season. You should watch oh. the first season. I watched the first, I watched I the first I season in <laughs> I one day the first season. <laughs> in October. Like just one day, I just put the whole thing. And I didn't mean to. I was just like, I'm going to rewatch some of The Witcher. And the mm. whole thing was done. Mm. It was fantastic. Uh, that's my Just more Apex. Always Apex. I was making my nephew his uh, one of his presents. I, I made him a Fortnite shirt, and uh, I just put on The Witcher and just like watched it as I was designing the shirt. And I was just like, "This shirt would be done like hours ago." Here's your four shirt shirt. What I should have said, my my yum was like, 
uh, Cordenoja and uh, walnut squares and brownies and chocolate chip cookies and everything else we make at Christmas because I have mm-hmm. probably gained five pounds alone in my neck since <laughs> yeah. the last podcast. Megan, Megan, I has... basically just said fuck the diet until oh, after man. Christmas is done because like my mother will not stop baking. Yeah. There's like, so many ridiculous. cookies everywhere in my house. I'm I've just like no. <laughs> nothing but eggs, just delicious <laughs> bagels. I keep emptying the chocolate jars and they keep fucking filling back. Why up. do I keep on getting chocolate and cookies from Dapers? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah good good i like it hawk what are you liking right now uh mine's a couple weeks old because i haven't been on the pod, the geeks with kids podcast in a while and that so i want to throw this out there uh for tv watching if you're jonesing for for more something to tide you over after squid game and Ma- midnight mass everybody should be watching hellbound <laughs> hellbound uh, it's a, yeah it's this new uh, I, uh, I was looking into that that's I, 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 kind of fun <laughs> It's yeah, really I watched the trailer for it. It looked awesome. So this, this is confirmation. It's really good. Nice. <laughs> I, 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 this I, just, I this was just showed up. Seep, and I thought it would be either like really good or just way too bizarre. It's very bizarre, but it's also it just it's another one that explores those sociodynamic uh, themes that go along with a supernatural event among mm-hmm. society. It's so good. Premise basically is this: uh, a, a supernatural phenomenon is happening. People are experiencing visions of a face that appears to them out of nowhere, telling them that they have so many days, or you know, so much time to live, and that they are bound for hell. Uh, when the that appoint- awesome. when their appoint- when their appointed date comes along, these three smoke golems appear out of nowhere and just beat this person, beat whoever it is, and that it's- into a bloody mess and then shoot these hell that, rays at them which that was essentially the trailer was yes. was one of those events happening and i was this, like holy shit despite <laughs> half of us never hearing of this this show became the most watched series on netflix the day after it released surpassing squid game yeah damn it's because of squid game it's everyone's all about like all the they, korean and japanese shows now like everyone I mean, wants good more stuff. you know good yeah. stuff, yeah. Is made outside good of North stuff. In the UK. i just i saw those creatures and instantly was like oh my god i love the character design i love the creature design but i was i just wanted to hear somebody that i trust saying it was good before i developed like, going to well go, your first you, mistake Hawk. there Thank is trusting so Hawk, much. So. well if it helps uh, any uh anything here um marcus don't watch the new resident evil movie i watched it last night I oh shit watch i guess i was gonna watch resident that today movie? are you i ripped up one of them i've never watched those but movies. but the original ones were fun at least stupid fun this one was just terrible. bad movie. yeah me yeah. do you know maddie d um marcus do you know maddie d do you know maddie d no anyway he's he's mac theater people i don't know if you ran into that circle of theater people there um me and him went to see one of them i think it was the fourth one and we were laughing the whole movie and i'm surprised we didn't get kicked out because we were the loudest people in that whole theater <laughs> it was amazing and it was in ancaster so it was it wasn't like a small theater it was a big theater <laughs> It was the one in Vegas. I don't know which one that was. Was that four? I feel like that. It was three. Was it? Okay. We were that. Yeah, I think that was, that was like, it was very like kind of desertish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was three. You know what's fun is that we were dead sober. We weren't even high or drunk or anything. We were just laughing at how stupid that movie was. <laughs> yeah, because that was the one that had Johnny Cage from the original Mortal Kombat movie in it. Mm. As like uh, the sniper. Sure. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only remember the first three Resident Evil movies. I, I once I watched four, I stopped. I was like, this is just ridiculous. Now. Well, well, the new one looks like a B movie that was made by like 
I, I want to say Jerry Seinfeld. No, not not that good. Um, it felt it felt like a B movie, like something that a, a fan film would have. Yeah. It felt it felt like a fan film. That's what it felt like, which is very weird for a bu- something that had a budget that big. And I like the number of the actors, like in other things, but not in this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the only one I recognize really is the guy from Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember his name. He was also in Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. He was not good. He he played. Oh, uh, he played. Uh, he played Dickon Tarly. Yeah. yeah. Re, re, uh, oh, yeah. Not no, I was thinking Recon. No, not Recon. Uh, Dickon, yeah. yeah he, Dick and Tarly. Got torched by the dragon. He yeah. plays Wesker in this movie. <laughs> okay. He yeah. was also, I watched him in the Hitman Wife Bodyguard or whatever. He's in that too. Oh, is he? That's a decent movie, yeah. actually. I like that movie. Honestly, I like those that series of movies, and I'm looking forward to a third one. <laughs> it's just the, the Ryan Reynolds doing his Deadpool stuff, but not in a but, Deadpool costume. The Hitman's second but, cousin's but best friend's bodyguard. Taking all this stuff, as opposed to dishing out the shit, it's yeah. him taking it all. Like he has, like he gets his ass handed to him constantly, and it's yeah. funny as fuck. So we yeah. know how this is gonna go: Hitman, then Hitman's wife, then Hitman's baby's bodyguard. That's what the third one's gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, Pretty well, much. spoilers <laughs> for the Hitman's Wife bodyguard. They're trying to have kids. And, and like, that's... And, well, <laughs> and Sam Jackson is 60? 70? Some Hayek's like 50. I'm going to say it right now. Spoiler for that movie, because I'm going to just say it. Because here it comes, okay? You've been warned. Hitman's Wife bodyguard. Spoiler. At the end, they adopt Ryan Reynolds as their child. Both uh, Selma Hayek and Samuel yeah. Jackson adopt him as their child. So <laughs> the third movie will be the hitman's child bodyguard for like like you know, like something stupid. That is amazing. I, I, I thought you were gonna say like no, spoiler no. alert. At the end of the movie, the hitman, the hitman's child, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, mm, good. No, Based on it. how much they like working together in uh, Red Notice, Red Notice. It yeah. surprised me because and that was yeah. also very good. Now the- I, loved, I loved Red Notice. People yeah. have been shitting on it. I fucking Why? loved it. What's a great film? Super it. fun. I've been reading reviews where people are like, "This is a stupid movie." They had no chemistry. I'm like, "What? They had what? amazing chemistry. <laughs> that was a great movie." I'm looking forward to Red Notice two, three, four. Give it a fucking 16. ten. Like I don't care. You can make them forever. Yeah, I don't uh, think I they are though. I, I read an article today where like Gal Gadot was like basically trying to defend it because of uh, like critics were shitting on it too, and, and apparently they announced like it's not going anywhere. Wah, poo. I like that movie. I, mean, I don't know that might you know that might change, but like it, as of right now, it sounds like they it sounds it, like they're though. done with it. Yeah, it was a huge. It was one of the number one films for like a weekend or two weekends or something. It was huge. Great so, movie. So if we can't have the Hitman's baby wait hitman's baby's bodyguard it has to be like the hitman's family bodyguard at christmas right it has to be a christmas yeah like what it has to be some sort of bodyguards hitman the bodyguards hitman go to white go to white castle hitman's babysitter that's good oh that is good actually yeah. yes yeah like that either way they can keep them going yeah like, is, is that your young I like how we continued the tangent long enough for Hawks what's good for him to leave and come back. <laughs> leave and come back and <laughs> So anyway, Hellbound. How did we get from there to Hellbound? Hawks, Hawks like that guy in waiting who can't talk the whole movie and then at the end he finally gets to say whatever he wants. <laughs> um, yeah, so Marcus, what's your young? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, did we stop? <laughs> it was Hellbound, right? Watch Hellbound on Netflix. <laughs> okay. To, to sum up. <laughs> you turned into a robot. Sorry, Marcus. We made Mark laugh so loud, laugh so much he broke his microphone. Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, my yum this time around. Is it my turn? Is, are we doing yeah, that? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my yum oh, is on. actually, I, I, I've been playing uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits mm. uh, on uh, on PS5. And uh, it's a fun game. It's not the best game. No. Nope. It's a fun game. I like it. It, um, it's a nice little ode to Zelda. Yeah. It's a it, really nice little ode to Zelda series. They marketed it wrong, and later in the game, when things get punishingly hard, <laughs> it's just like, okay, I guess I didn't expect this. <laughs> yeah. The, oh. the, the the end boss sort of broke me to the point where I almost threw my controller. And I was like, mm, nope, not going to do it. It's expensive. <laughs> um, well, luckily, I bought it the day after it won awards, so it was like, uh, I don't know, 30 or 40% percent off. off yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I bought it then. I don't regret playing it. It was a fun game and yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I, I switched the difficulty down because I was like, no, this is, this isn't why I'm playing this game. I'm not mm. playing this game for the challenge and, and punishment. Like, <laughs> fuck that. I got enough games for that. I'm like, this, I want to have fun with this. So. The story is yeah. also heartwarming and it felt like a Pixar movie at times. You're just but like, it's, oh, it's beautiful. Like it's, I, I haven't finished it yet. I'm still like about halfway through, but I love it. It's beautiful. It's a nice mm. looking game. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the character design. It's a little bit repetitive. It's, uh, yeah. you know, and like the, the very lackluster rewards, if you can call that, like when he, Oh, you can get another hat for your fucking, uh, rock characters. Nice. I'm like, the hats are I wonderful. <laughs> they are. But I mean, like, I don't care because like, and like, honestly, it's like, I'm never worried about, can I afford this hat? Well, yeah, because I keep picking up those damn crystals fucking everywhere. So not really worried about that. Um, all, in, all, in, all said and said, though, I think it's a fun little game. I liked it. It was just a nice change from me replaying other games and playing Grand Theft Auto Online, so it was great. Oh, how is GTA Online? I haven't played it in years. I love it because every month they give me a million dollars, and I use that million dollars <laughs> towards cool shit. Nice. Um, I've been, my most recent purchase is I finally bought the Batmobile. I've been waiting three months to fucking buy this thing. And I finally bought the damn Batmobile, and it is the best car in the damn game. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yep. Do you know? Oh, I, I've, you I've, get an extra four hundred thousand through that. Yeah. I've already done it. I okay, was like, good. well, okay. when, I, when you first signed up for it, it was uh, two hundred thousand every week, leading to a million by the end of every month. You'd get an extra bonus, and you would add up to another million. So, but again, I, I burned through all of that. I have a shit ton of cars. <laughs> I have lots. Of- there is some right, cool right, ass shit in that game. Gaming, you can get the thespian pack for a new world. I know, I got Ooh. it, and I definitely changed all my characters to thespians. Yes, <laughs> it's wonderful. Nice, nice, cool. Uh, Brent, what's your yum, sir? Oh, you know my yum. I know. This week, you, Go for you've it. been watching. It's, you it, did good. it's the hundred percent reversal of opinion on this game after after binging the hell out of it. I this told week. you it was good. Fucking return, <laughs> fucking Returnal is. I think that's that's now my game of the year. So oh, you shit! On it's so good. It is a good game. Been I've been streaming the hell out of it this week, and like not only is the game like super fun, but it has been like the best thing that's happened for me on the stream, is it has been bringing in like an audience. It has been 
introducing me to new people and like a new community, which has just been like a boost for my channel, which is amazing. And then not only that, but like as Eric's in the channel the other day, we had one of the game devs wander in and sit right there and watch me play and start Ooh. chatting with us. Yeah. Right and then to. And then today I go on and I find I got a follow from this other guy. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? I don't recognize this name. And I look it up. I got followed by the guy who currently holds all the world records for the game right now. And is on his way to GDQ next month to, uh, to compete in the he's he holds a record for beating the game in four minutes and eight seconds. Wow. Yeah. There's there's two categories. There's like there's the four there's the uh just the fastest pace which is like a glitched run he does in like four minutes and eight seconds and then there's the all boss run he's got the world record at about i think 28 minutes and 40 seconds or something i don't i don't understand like i i went on like after he followed i went on and watched some of the videos and i was like oh my god like <laughs> it's ridiculous but no, that just like that game no, is sad. so ridiculously fun and obsessive it and it's wonderful and it has just been like such a boost for me on there this past week so. saving is a wonderful thing isn't it I don't even use that. Like that's, that's the fair. ironic thing is I've used it once. Mm. I, I I switch I games just, sometimes. When I, I just when my cycle ends, I just go okay. I'm gonna get off now. Or how much time do I got? I'll do another run. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I I gotta watch you do it because like I th it's not my kind of game. I, like Returnal uh, is not my kind of game. I would just get way too angry with it. Um, oh yeah, I, dude, you I, go I, I, I want to <laughs> I want to watch it because like I I don't want to play it. I want to see it. Yeah. And then you'll so see it, I, and you'll want yeah. to play it because it's fun. No, I guarantee you, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, like it doesn't. It doesn't matter how fun or cool a game is. That that kind of premise of like the die go back, die go back. It, I can't do it. I can't fucking yeah. do it. Mm, it drives fair. me crazy. That is fair. That's fair. There's, it was a, it was a structure to the game that I forgot about was um like the amount of checkpoint systems that they set up in the game. I completely forgot about that, and that was actually what really got me back into it more so than being able to save. Because being able to save, that does nothing other than if you're having a good run and you got to go somewhere, you can officially, you can stop playing and then come back to it later. But like the checkpoint system just keeps you from blowing your brains out, having to redo everything over and over again. Like I can like now skip ahead and practice a boss and then go back and play all the levels to build up for it. Like saving is so a wonderful made it thing. A lot more replayable. <laughs> Stealing my jokes, Eric. The wonderful thing about <laughs> savings. Same is a wonderful thing. Um, yes. No, that's a great game. I I do love it. I do want to go back to it one day, but I'm I'm playing other things right now. I just installed yeah. Dead by Daylight for the first time. I have that, so we can play if you want, but I usually play I it have with it. Witch. I I got I got it on um what's it called? Epic. Epic. Yeah, yeah, so that's where I yeah. played it. It's uh it's I got an scary. epic impact PS spooky to play alone. Yeah. I play it alone. I well I just wanted to test it out, so I played it like midday once. It's, it was fun. It's it's pretty fun, yeah, yeah. Lots bad. of screaming at it. That's not my yum anyway, but it, it is fun. Screaming oh. is your yum? No no weird. Well, you know, you sometimes. know kink shaming, Eric, it's just you know sometimes I don't know why you, you just, tell the world that. Why not? I'm not afraid <laughs> of it. Um no. So my my, my kink, no my my yum is uh <laughs> is um the expanse came back uh two uh, two weeks ago and we're in its sixth and final season, um, and if you don't know, this is a uh, an Amazon Prime show that's based on a book series by James S. A. Corey, and it's yep. set in the future where humanity has colonized the solar system. But it's not like Star Trek, where everything's like 
shiny and new it's like it's not a utopia no, no it's it's like everything is shit <laughs> like so it's more uh, it follows more the bsg rules of yeah but is it that, a like, dystopia or is it just somewhere between just like i that? wouldn't say it's, it's a dystopia but it's it okay. feels like if um let's say there are like millionaires that go into space and like try and you know millionaires and like you know they try and cor- um, make everything corporate and they they call yep. they they make everything monetized and maybe some people are are stuck in the outer belt and they get stuck there and they're now a lower class of people because mm-hmm. you know they're doing all the manual labor and shit mm-hmm. and everyone on earth plus is yeah so plus we, physiologically they're different people because, because there's no gravity most of them are they're you're born in space. They live their lives in space. So. Yeah. You're essentially talking about Titanfall, by the way. That's what those games are about. Yep. It's a yep. war between the corporations that rule Earth and the people who live on the fringes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the it's not about the, the corporations anymore because it's right, more but- like um earth uh using the resources of all these different of, of like um the belt and then mars broke away from you know everyone because people have gone to, yeah. to mars to colonize and they become more of a militaristic planet yeah is- they were forced they're forced into it basically because they wanted to go terraform mars and that but at the same time like earth you know they tried to stake their independence from earth and earth retaliated against them and that so they diverted all their resources into a, a new navy so I know the people who wrote the expanse because S.A. Corey is two writers. Yep, yep. Right. Yep. They originally wanted to do an RPG, which they have now done, mm-hmm. which someone should run on Geeks with Kids. Yeah, yeah. Not me, because I haven't. You know, you whatever. haven't seen it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also haven't read the books or anything. Um. But the way it's written, as I understand it, it sounds like they kind of just obviously it's what most people do, they take their favorite thing so it's like oh mars broke away go play the red faction games yep oh yep. you wanted to worry about the fringe go play titanfall 2 like <laughs> are you worried about this go watch blade runner and like you know and and the mo- soldier because soldier those movies are also mm-hmm. set in, in the blade runner universe and alien stuff like, you could just take all these great things mm. and like you could just get the feel yeah. for all that stuff and then like yeah uh, do we there's there's also extraterrestrial you- threats as well Ooh. that like they, yeah. you, uh, you guys are- aren't recording that this week, are you? No, because it's Christmas Eve. Okay, so I can't so I can't do my companion one this week then. Now, of you streaming <laughs> watching us, watch us watch <laughs> those you. who have not watch these two watching the expanse our brains it is break more the in my time. opinion it is more entertaining than any show I've ever seen. Like they get <laughs> so into it. And so excitable, and like you thought he was giddy watching that end spoil, like that end scene in Hawkeye. Oh my god! I mean, I'm telling you, we should be putting up the watch parties on YouTube for that's, people to watch, like riff tracks and stuff like that's that. That's fair. That's no, fair. like I, I want, I want like us to get together and do a watch party watching them watching The Expanse. Like, there's only three more, three more episodes, four, four more episodes. Four. I the last episode's definitely gonna blow my brain. Like, my brain mm-hmm. will explode. You what? think? Yep. Yeah. What podcast number is this, Eric? This is like at like two hundred. At like two hundred, we should watch the first podcast, right? Or like listen to it or something. This is like uh, some something terrible. Out of the main episodes, this is one eighty. Not including the D and D. Not including the reviews. So in five months, we should like go back and like look at like just do like the because like most of us weren't here right yeah first, I, i've listened to the first one it's fucking terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we do it. i um, i literally pictured it was the three rock? of you sitting around a table with we like were. one little like 
earbud microphone in the center of the table that you're all leaning into. I think it was three. Wait. Was it? I don't recall. To be honest, I don't. But we were definitely around the table talking about it. Um, this is much better. It's easier. <laughs> but go see, go watch The Expanse. Marcus, go watch yeah. The Expanse. Uh, don't sleep on this show, people. Yes, it is the best. It's my favorite show on TV, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like uh, on This on would TV. be 181, on not 180. Uh, yeah, 181 is the next, is this one. Yes, Wait. I thought you said this one was 180. I was oh, no, no. The last was one was 180. No, this, yeah, okay. Uh, this is what the people tune in for. I know, right? Yeah. Amazon Prime. Uh, yes, um, the, the the cast is amazing. I forgot to say, Thomas Jane yes. is on it, or at least he's, mm -hmm. yes, he's on it. Um, he's on it. Sheree uh, Agadashlu, who has the best voice in anything. Like, she's wonderful. She's um, in Destiny. She's she is Des in Destiny. She's Destiny. She's in, she was in 24. She was in uh, Star, Star Trek. Star Trek Beyond. Um, who else is in there? Steven Strait, who was in Sky High. Like, guys. <laughs> that's what you're going to... That's your throwback. He knows Kurt Russell. <laughs> he does. Anyway, this the cast is amazing. The show is amazing. It's the best sci-fi on TV. Um, even though I still like Star Trek. The expense is the best. Anyway, let's go. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is going. I was going to do news, but we talked for like an hour about... Um, there's news? I assume there's news. Nah, there's uh, nothing. Uh, there's well, John Wick on. moved to 2023. Tom Holland about, said okay. he was thinking about retiring for a little bit because um, he yeah, wants to start whatever. a family. Yeah, and then, then they basically <laughs> said that they're probably going to do three more movies. So. Yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. then they're yeah. like... Power. Money. There's rumors. There's a truck of money yeah. that just went over to his house, and he's yeah. like, "You know what? Maybe a family can wait. <laughs> Maybe Spider-Man crushing it during a pandemic had a little influence on his biggest decision. opening ever. Yeah, was it? Almost. I don't doubt it. Uh, it's Force like, Awakens. It, yeah. Um, there is a bit of news that happened today. Warner Brothers announced two things: uh, Michael Shannon and Ante Tro from uh, Man of Steel are in the Flash movie. Mm. Uh, so that Zod... Michael Keaton signed on to be in Batgirl. And Michael yeah. Keaton's in Batgirl. Yeah. So that's interesting. I don't know how that's going to work, but I don't care. No Way Home is the biggest care, box office Keaton. opener, second biggest box office opener ever. Ever. That's amazing. Second biggest. Behind what? Yeah. Endgame, I think. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Matrix also came out today, Matrix 4, which is interesting. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. I've watched an hour of it, and I've been fascinated the whole time. Um, like it, it, it didn't. I didn't pull my. It didn't pull my attention. I liked it. Okay, when it comes to the Matrix movie, I I am not hyped about a third, fourth iteration of this movie, but I do want to know. I want to see. I want to. I'm, I am interested, but in no way, shape, or form is this drawing me in like the first Matrix film did. No. And it, I, well, I don't think ever you will ever, no. you will never no. capitalize on the matrix the same way you did the first time around. Mm -hmm. Cause at this point you've completed a story. We've saw it. We were all kind of underwhelmed by it, but we got a story and we moved on bringing it back. Doesn't really make us go. <laughs> <laughs> like it, that, that would be my biggest question for a year going into it is, is it like trying to be its own story continuing the franchise or is it just a Ghostbusters nostalgia track? It, it's a very meta movie. It 
connects to the original three. I'm trying not to spoil anything. I don't um, think the Wachowskis are interested in dredging up the past. They seem to although, want to push the boundaries of things. Although a lot of this movie deals with what happened in the past if without sure. spoiling things. Yeah. Sure, um, but we also know that there's been like 30,000 different iterations of Neo, mm-hmm. right, in the end of Revelations. Like, we know there's like you could just pick one of those things and, and do that as a movie if you wanted. Yeah. Um, oh, how do I say this? Um, one of the trailers, they kept on showing clips of the old movies, and I thought it was really jarring when I watched that trailer. It happens in the movie as well. They show clips from the original movies um, interwoven with... Sorry? Like they are actual clips from the movies? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they splice in... Without being cleaned up, like they they don't clean up the the CG or anything from the old movies. They don't need there. to. They don't need to at that point. Like there there are parts like um, how do I say this? It's sort of like memories happening where he's where things are being remembered and you see clips from the movies or I, remember remember Trinity. I, <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't have to say too much. At the end of the day, I, I'm pretty it's sure the majority of us are going to watch it. At yeah, some yeah. Point. I, I, mean, like I, 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 I like what I've seen so far of the hour I've seen, but then I had to come here uh, and watch uh, Hawkeye. Um, but you know, I'm going to watch. I know. I feel bad about no, but um, I, I, I enjoyed what I watched. Anyway, let's go talk about Spider Man. So yeah, yeah. Yes, let's, yes, let's do that. That's the, better. The, 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 what was this? <laughs> We're going to watch Spider Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a spider. Oh, Sorry, is this better? I, I was washing my hands in the bathroom, and a spider fucking came out of the drain. I was like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, that's fight all I was Fight me! Do it! Do it! Uh, anyway, so Spider Man No Way Home <laughs> was released on December 13th, 2021, and it is the third installment of the Columbia Pictures, aka Sony and Marvel Studio joint venture after Homecoming and Far From Home, and it is the 27th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's. That blows my mind. Um, it's, yeah. it's, again, directed by John Watts. The film stars the returning Tom Holland as our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Zendaya as MJ, Jacob Batalon as Ned Neves, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, and Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. And new to the film are Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange and a bunch of other people that we don't want to spoil if you haven't seen the trailers or the commercials and you've been trying to... Um, or you know, been on social media in the past say, six months. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys actually watch the trailers and stuff? I, I watched the first trailer and I that did. was it yeah i i i, I, I saved myself for the movie yeah i only watched the first trailer everything that came out yeah did yeah. it did it yeah. ruin the experience for anyone here no no not not at all like i guess the trailers no yeah yeah because it the thing is is this this movie was the worst kept secret in hollywood <laughs> to like, be fair i was surprised by a lot of things not. in the movie because i only saw the first yeah, trailer it, and a lot of it is because of the trailer uh, curbed a lot of expectations because it showed you a lot. So it, there were things that it didn't show you that ended up that did surprise you when they happen. There are shots in the trailer that aren't in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like Wong saying, "Don't don't do that spell. Don't cast that, that spell." That happened in every single mo- movie up up from Infinity War, pretty right, much. But or, that yeah. saying is now also in the new <laughs> Doctor Strange trailer. <laughs> Which is so funny because it's got cut. <laughs> 
It seems like I think it'd be great if they, they put that to. in every trailer for every I would, oh movie from here Benedict on. Wong at every Just trailer. Wong. Yes, Don't please. Do I would I love, for sure. I love Benedict Wong. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think he never I, like if they kill off that character, I will be so mad. Absolutely not. If they kill him, we riot. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do our TLDR. That's our too long didn't read review. AKA let's take 30 seconds or, you know, two to five sentences to sum up our thoughts on the film without spoiling anything. And then we're going to go into our full, full on uh, spoiler review. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Eric, I really like that you wrote TDLR. Yeah, you can call that TLDR. I was like, TDLR. Wait, what? That's like cider. There you go. <laughs> I've been drinking. No. Um, so. Um, yeah, let's start with Dave. Dave, your TLDR. Thirty seconds. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I was I was smiling pretty much the whole time. I saw it with my friend who had not seen the previous Spider Man movie, which I he's not a big MCU fan, but he enjoyed it as well. Um, and I kept going. He was like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "That's Jake Gyllenhaal. That's not important." <laughs> um, right just, at the beginning. Was, oh god! I just had a great. I just had a great time. Um, I, the feel of this movie, I think, was more in line with Homecoming. I think John Watts. I think that middle movie is good, but it doesn't hit as well as as the first and the third. And and the you'll know when we get there. But there's you know a couple of scenes where you're like, holy shit, that's some good fucking acting. Um, and that, yeah, I was just, I was super excited and grinning and I was very happy. 30 and, seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have timed it. I should have had a timer you on the screen. Two to, you, you said two had... to five sentences and it you just went past... for one really long one. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You need to right. prepare like the Oscars. I don't need they punctuation. Off with, with the music. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always Jurassic Park music. Yeah. <laughs> I should put on this timer. so many Oscars. Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Hawk. Hawk. Uh, this was just the perfect end to the trilogy of films and that maybe I, I love the last movie in that, but like this one was just incredible. Um, Peter, again, if you think Peter didn't have any more to learn about being Spider-Man and that you are dead wrong. Uh, he, you know, his need to try and uh, do everything the right way in that uh, ends up costing him. We won't get into too much spoilers to now, but at the same time, this movie just, it just brings everything together. You know, and I can't wait to see what they do next. Oh, oh damn! Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Music ready to go. <laughs> you will be docked six points though because you used eight sentences. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one long run-on sentence. <laughs> Lots of semicolons the whole way through. Um, <laughs> Brent, let's go to you. Wait, wait, wait! Um, do we have the timer ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say anything that that anyone else is not going to say. All I'm going to say, Eric, is that like those private messages that I sent you about the movie, I was really hoping that you were going to bite into that and reply back just so that I could absolutely fuck with you. And make you think that I hated this movie, but fuck that. This movie yeah. was amazing. You, know, oh, um, you didn't like it. Yeah, I, was, I told everyone I was that you didn't like it. I was, I was trying desperately to make Eric think that you this was what? the next Ghostbusters. You know what's that? But he didn't like this and he didn't like Ghostbusters. I had I had so many, like, I have a notepad that's right beside that's all about Mortal Kombat, and now I don't get to use any of it. God damn it. God damn it, friends. There were no, like no, three no, no. people just, who were I, like, you got to get that guy off the podcast if he didn't like <laughs> Spider-Man. What are you talking no. about? I, ab- 
<laughs> okay, so be good really quick because you guys talked over my 30 seconds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely, I, I absolutely love the movie and mostly because um, and this was a, a, a something I'd heard through reviews is that and I 100 percent agree. This is the first Spider-Man movie that felt like a Spider-Man movie and not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. That's true. It felt like his 100%. story. I, I think I, I think I wrote a, a point about that later. Like this is the yeah. beginning of real Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Mark, Marcus. Oh, don't worry it's fine oh. it's fine i'm going um this movie i fucking loved it i went ape shit for it i was very lonely in the theater because there was nobody there so i was very excited for this and very loud on my own it gave me what i wanted it gave me it in a way i didn't expect and it was fantastic not a perfect movie nothing can be a perfect movie but it was so damn good Pretty close. Love it. Very, close. very close. Hmm. Very close. There is a perfect movie. It's Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> this is way fucking better than Into the Spider Verse, motherfucker. What? I gotta go with Dave on that. Oh, I, I gotta really go. I gotta side with Dave on this one. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fine. This movie was amazing. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah. nice, nice. Um, I will also agree with everyone here. This movie was amazing. It's my favorite of the three. Um. It gave me the feels that I got during Endgame and made me cry more. And um, seeing it with an audience, it was the first time <laughs> it felt like Endgame. And I, I think those moments are one of those things where I'm going to look back at old videos of people that filmed the, the cam and they're just like, yeah, this is the part when everyone cried. This is the part when everyone cheered. And it's it's phenomenal. Everyone should see this. I like where it's going to... I like where it's headed. That's what the most important thing is. Like, I know it's exciting where we're going from here. I think everyone here would agree it was sensational, it was spectacular, it was amazing, and it was superior. Mm. It was better than Cats. Uh, well, that's a low bar. I thought you did, Dave. That was really good. That was like very that. good. I like that. Very that's, good. So. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. I, really I gotta say it. You're amazing. No, 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 I can't. I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta think. Okay. 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 Um, so. This is our spoiler warning. This is your spoiler warning for everyone out on the internet and anyone who's listening to this. We are yeah, go going find a way to see Spider Man. Wear a mask. Yeah, be, get yeah. your booster if you can. Please. You know, yeah. be safe. Yeah, see this. Yeah. Well, we're we're now. If you're in Canada, we're hitting fifty percent uh, capacity in movie theaters again with no food or drink. So, um, that will hopefully make it better. But uh, I wore two masks very, yeah. in this. I didn't take my mask off the entire time, but I could hear everybody chewing behind me. Yeah, I oh. I took off my mask. I and... it off to the side just to make sure nobody was fucking near me. Yeah. I was oh. four was seats away from anybody. Did anyone friend, did honestly. anyone see this in 3D other than me? No. This no, movie. I IMAX screening. This movie's you amazing in 3D. You can tell there's some 3D shots in this movie. Like the the post conversion slow motion like like I don't. I don't know if there's conversion, Eric. It no, no, might, no. Might this, this was, those shots. No, yeah, they, they did. It, I think, I, I I think was, it's I just CG. Team. I think it was just all like not just conversion, but like they put in shots where like, well, that's obviously going to be. Yeah, bad. yeah. Well, the, all, all the other ones have been 3D, so um, I assume. And John Watts seems to know what he's doing with the you know the action sequences. Yes. They're just amazing. Anyway, spoilers. We're gonna go into this. I'm gonna actually uh, talk about each of the acts, and if there's a scene you want me to stop and you guys want to talk about it, just yeah. jump on in. So the all, film, of them. all of them. them. Christoph, yeah. Eric, every three seconds. <laughs> so can we film, just like, can we just take like a break and watch the movie again, and then like yeah. we'll come yeah. back. I definitely watched it again since uh, I saw it the first time. No, I want to. I yeah, want to. I'm, I'm planning I on going the again this weekend tonight. So I'm yeah, not. I'm gonna finish the Matrix tonight. 
Um, so the film picks up directly after the events of Spider-Man Far From Home with Mysterio Quentin Beck slash Quentin Beck framing Peter Parker for his murder and revealing his identity as Spider-Man. Um, this leads to Parker, MJ, uh, Ned Leeds, Happy, and Aunt May being interrogated by the Department of Defense Control. and you know, the, the, Damage the, control? Damage, damage control. control. Who else was super... I went, it's damage control! In I, the movie I, I theater. Did. I was like, they're real! <laughs> ah, they are. Well, they, we, saw the, we saw them in the first Spider-Man movie, too. I know, right? but they have authority mm-hmm. They do. Like, yeah, a lot more. Like so, now, they're, now they're police. They're yeah. fucking police. Like, they're... Yeah. yeah, well, now they're not just picking up artifacts and cleaning up. They're just like... Uh, I guess they're more like they felt more like Shield at this point, right? It feels like they are taking over for the for like the so- Sokovia Accords. Like now that those kind of seem to be null and void, or like seems to be like nobody fucking cares anymore, or nobody's mm-hmm. enforcing yeah. them. It feels like damage control is kind of like trying to take up the reign uh them and sword i don't know <laughs> that's fair we do we do find out that uh nick fury has well peter finds out that nick fury has been off world for over a year so that is some random damage control guy know that though right yeah that feels weird yeah there was a scroll impersonating he's him, up but... in space it's fine yeah. but you know there's a scroll here that was him and that is just hand wave like that's never maybe sword yeah. maybe sword works with uh, the dodc so Maybe they're in conjunction. Who knows? We don't know because um, we end up finding our seeing our first big reveal, and that's Matt Murdock. Murdock has returned to the MCU. I lost my fucking shit. As, yeah, and he's played. Fucking, oh, he's played by Stardust. He's played by Stardust's very own Charlie Cox. Remember Stardust? Yeah, that, that movie's amazing. That was one of those things that, again, like one of the, one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. That yeah, you know, the rumor that he was going to be in it, but. That was one where, uh, because of all the other spoilers that had been out there, I completely forgot about that one. So when he that showed up on screen, I was like, "This one <laughs> felt yeah. the least realistic to me, though." Yeah, yeah, it same. Was like, well, they don't want to. They like, like it's one thing if they want to bring in other Spider-Man because Sony definitely wants that to happen, right? Sony mm-hmm. wants to people to care about Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. But do they No, Sony doesn't give a shit if Matt Murdock shows up in their movie. The only reason why I thought it was real was when Kingpin showed up last week on Hawkeye. And it was just like, it's happening. It's all happening. Um, It's all real. And this is the first time like the whole audience gasped like and then cheered. It was amazing. And and then I was the only one. I was the only one who lost my shit in the theater. Everyone else was like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, it was kind of it was a timid reaction when I was there. Oh, man. I don't think a lot of people remembered him. uh, Some girl on the opposite side of the theater went holy shit and i was like that's amazing <laughs> that was me <laughs> um, the brick the brick girl. catch and then the look the on peter's face amazing. yeah oh my god um, so i, I want to just say like you, so there was in that, that scene, i'm a good lawyer <laughs> I, I fucking love yeah i love that line i love that like but uh, just before so he says to happy you know you're gonna get off your, your cases peter but he's like to happy he says you're gonna need a good lawyer like a really good lawyer and then when no. he catches brick, he's like, I'm a really good lawyer. I'm like, so are you trying to just refer to yourself? Or are we maybe trying to introduce the uh, She-Hulk aspect of this too? She-Hulk for sure. Like, is it, that's, but that's isn't what She-Hulk I a district attorney though? Doesn't I don't she think she's, that, no, no, she's she, not at this point. I, think I don't think. I believe she starts as just a lawyer. Like she's not a district attorney to start. She defends superheroes. Yeah, she defends superheroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. and and their associates so happy. I assume uh, I assume I'm that's really what that story is about. I assume ha- that's she kind of what I was. That's what that's why I got really excited about all of it as it was happening. I got really pumped up. 
John Favreau's um, not busy enough making Mandalorian season four and the Book of Boba Fett that he's got to now appear in the She Hulk. He TV has show. other directors, right? He could just and they're all using the volume now, so oh you never know, God. right? Um, oh man, um, yeah. So unfortunately, due to the negative publicity caused by Beck and J. Jonah Jameson, um, Life for the Heroes gets pretty rough, and the trio's applications to MIT are rejected. You know, in the light of current events, we cannot. You know, accept you, blah, 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 and all that shit. So Peter turns to Stephen Strange at the Sanctum uh, Sanctorium to, you know, to ask for help. Where there's a blizzard. There's a blizzard because one of the just, portals just wasn't before closed. We go for... into the Steve... yep. Before we go into the Stephen Strange, can I throw just a little shout out love to um, Happy being uh, essentially a, an F-boy? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like, I thought it was more, and she's like, it was a fling. It was just a fling, you know. Flings happen, but she was like that in the previous movie too. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, he's a, he's a soy boy for sure. <laughs> he was so sad, and the look of yeah. of oh my god, it, it's fantastic. I mean, John Favreau I plays they're like just sad making his name so, so ironic at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. every movie, something horrible happens to him at poor, this point. Like, poor happy. <laughs> uh, and then but the last scene we see with him is also. It's, incredibly uh, sad yeah. we'll, we'll get yeah. there we'll no, get there no, um so no, we find out no. that uh dr strange is no longer sorcerer supreme and it's now wong because of a technicality <laughs> like it's, it's a technicality it's like, you didn't exist for five years <laughs> yeah. it's not a technicality if the president disappears mm. there's someone's got to step up but he still has the eye of agamotto so that that shows something he doesn't have the time stone but he still has the eye because it's still a very powerful artifact yeah but if really you neat. recall it's not based on the sorcerer supreme doesn't get the eye of agamotto yeah, it's yeah. The artifacts called to whoever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They, they talked about that. It's yeah, Doctor Strange. So, um, Strange suggests a spell that would make people forget that Parker is Spider-Man, and mirroring the events of J. Michael Straczynski's *The Amazing Spider-Man*. Happy birthday! I stole this from uh, *Screen Crush*. Um, Peter's uh, constant annoyance during the spell causes the spell to get corrupted, and Stephen Strange contains it. But you know he's pissed off because Parker wouldn't stop talking, and you know he makes him leave. Um, Parker then goes to the, you know, the Hudson Bridge to try and get that MIT administrator to reconsider Ned and MJ's um, college applications, which I think is really sweet because he didn't actually, yeah. you know, vie for himself. He was well. Hold on, yeah. but he did that because Strange was like, "What do you mean you didn't call <laughs> to try to fix your application before coming to me?" Probably the library got me laughing the loudest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so good. He's like, just, "You didn't call before asking me to erase everybody's <laughs> yes, memory because because he, he's a fucking teenager. Yeah, he doesn't exactly know these things. They think. Uh, yeah, I love that yeah. that this is the most teenage uh, Peter Parker we've seen yeah. yet, and he's still like he's a little bit of a dumbass which i love uh, <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> um so um he goes to the to the bridge to convince that administrator and ends up getting attacked by the raimi verse otto octavius fun fact uh, otto died underneath that bridge like in the original did. movies yeah. he drowned there yeah. he drowned yep that's what that's one of the things like that happens with all of the villains that end up popping up they all kind of pop up from where they last left off kind of thing or where they like kind of discovered about where mm. who peter parker actually is or who spider-man really is although eric i know uh, you, uh, we'll get to it when we get to electro yep yeah that but, yep <laughs> so yeah. um so auto takes you know he attacks uh peter and he ends up taking part of his nanotech which is a thing in the spite in the raimi verse because they talk about it in the first movie and yeah. he starts uh it starts to convert onto his uh onto his arms but 
because it's nanotech and it's controlled by Peter's um, suit, he ends up taking control of Otto's suit and, you know, just puts him to the side, too. which is hilarious. The, mm-hmm. the de-aging uh, software on, on Alfred Molina. It looked yeah. very natural, it was, didn't it? Yeah. I didn't it even... Really I, and what like when you get to like Willem Dafoe's too, yeah. like holy oh God, shit, I, he looks so good. I didn't realize Alfred Molino. I like I thought he just lost a lot of weight, but I didn't realize that he had they just CG'd his all of him, which yeah, is everything. basically. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so Otto gets um you know put to, put aside, and then Brain Reverse Green Goblin shows up and attacks oh. everyone. Not before Stephen Strange teleports him back to the Sanctum. Um, with the the captive Otto, and he puts him right beside a cell with um, how are we gonna say Amazing Spider Man's the Lizard. There's gonna yeah. be a lot of like different verse. I love that the hand wave there. He's like, yeah, I just found this guy in the sewers or some bullshit. Like, yeah. like I, I just threw. I immediately the first thing Doctor Strange does is I just throw him in here. <laughs> well, that's where that's where he found out, right? He found like gear that left by Peter Parker in the in the sewers. Yeah. So that's how that's when he got. Zipped over. Um, so Strange explains that the corruptive spell has been summoning different people across the multiverse who know that Peter is Spider-Man. And alongside MJ and Ned, Strange gets them to find all these people and capture them and bring them back to the Sanctum. So Peter and friends are going through the woods, which is great because you get to see him swing through <laughs> like off of electro lines and trees. And I thought, I thought <laughs> putting the phone on his chest was hilarious. I thought that was a really yeah. great thing. How do you not get another, sick of this? <laughs> another really dumb high school student thing. Yeah. Where it's just like, you don't have, you can't have a camera in your suit somewhere. You're going to tape your phone. Yeah. Doesn't, to didn't suit? Tony like I, record everything through his eyes? Right. Yeah. I was just kind of picturing, I was like, I wish he had like a little GoPro on his head or that something. That would have been yeah. amazing. That would have been yeah. amazing. So we we see the electricity start to spark and we see the return of the amazing Spider-Man's Flint Marco. Wait, not Flint Marco. Uh, what's his name? Electro. Uh, Max, Electro. Dillon. Max Dillon. Yeah. 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 But also before, before you go to that, can we just also talk about how when uh, Peter and Ned do their little kind of thing as they leave or whatever, and Ned does a little thing like that, does that spark? Just before he actually leaves, I didn't notice that. Ned's already taken the ring by then. Oh, at that point he has. Oh no, he didn't have the ring by that point. No, no. I think that's the second. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get the ring until after they've all been captured. I'm jumping the gun. I just got really excited about it. I missed that. I didn't even see that the second time. Anyway, so um, Max Dillon shows up and he starts kicking Spider-Man's ass because you know he's electricity. But surprise. Fucking Flint Marco shows up, Raimi's Sandman, I, which I did not expect at all. Thomas Hayden Church showing up. I yeah. really didn't expect, and I loved it, man. I loved it, He's too. so good. Like, out of all and of the I, villains. I love, I love the fact that the entire time we're watching this movie, he's actually Sandman. Yeah. As opposed to just the guy, and once in a while his arm just goes out. Like, I love the fact that we just saw Sand acting to us the entire time. That's- I loved it. That was one of the parts that surprised me was uh, like, because I knew that Sandman and the Lizard were going to be in the movie because, like I said, I told everyone, stay away from the posters if you don't want spoilers because they were on the posters. Oh, I didn't see it. (laughs) But it was never revealed that that uh, that Thomas Hayden Church or Reese iPhones were coming back to reprise the roles. That's true. So I just assumed that they were just going to keep it digital the entire time and just have some kind of like somebody else do like a similar voice to it and everything and kind of pass it off. I, so I was genuinely surprised to see both of those actors back. And I, I heard Thomas Hayden Church went method on this and he actually turned himself into sand. 
Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good for him. You know, world class actor. Now, did they de-age Thomas Hayden Church as well? I don't think they needed to. I don't think he, they had to because he was basically CG the entire time. Barely CG. No, but like at, did, the, but you, at the end, when we do see maybe the end part, yeah, maybe at the end they probably did a little bit. That also could have been good. entirely CG Thomas Hayden Church. That's true. Oh, that's you know, fair. just easier. They just scanned him and then. I don't know. He still looks good from what I've seen, like pictures of yeah. him. Not that I yeah. went on the internet afterwards and looked up pictures of him, but he does still yeah. look good. Anyway, um, so the capture. Why does your search history say Thomas Hayden Church plus shirtless? What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. I, I wanted to know how they scanned him in these movies. Oh, anyway. oh right, 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 right. Anyway, so they capture Electro, um, but not Flint Marco because he, you know, he's not a bad guy at that time. Um, and then over at Feast, May. Connects with a an Osborne, wait, an Osman, a Norman Osborne who has reclaimed control Aussie of himself. Osborne. There's a scene where he sort of fights with himself, um, and then he leaves his suit behind in the in the garbage can, sort of mirroring that scene that Peter had in in it's the original two. Raimi two. two, yeah. 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 So um, May convinces Peter at feast to to help all these people like these people these are people and they yeah. need help and i think that's a really important lesson that peter had you know he sort of learned but um i think may's yeah. like, like yeah, right. high school age student helping these people with deep psychoses yeah, right. clearly that's gonna work out well right well he also he also figures out that basically these people all died fighting spider-man mm-hmm. and that and that they're going to be yeah. returned to the universe at the point where they're going to mm-hmm. die yeah. yeah. Well, um, I I feel like May because of him seeing her working with all these homeless people, like through Feast, like his moral compass. I know I'm stealing a lot from Ryan Airy, but um, is very much centered around her and her work helping people. And I think that shows like that's very apparent in this movie. And it sort of <laughs> Stephen Osborne shows up like a crazy homeless person. Yeah. Uh, in that in that one scene, so which was kind of awesome. Yeah, Willem yeah. Dafoe, fucking phenomenal in this movie. Oh, um. Just so- so like like Hawk said, we, they end up going back to the sanctum, and Peter finds out. Peter and company find out that all of these villains got transported over there right before they died in their own universe, or at least very close to it. Which is strange because I don't think the lizard died in a, in a, in Amazing Spider Man, did he? Yeah, he does. He did. No, he does. I think he so. Does. Yeah. After he got turned back, he died. Um, I'm pretty sure because doesn't he get? Some, I feel like he got something in the chest, like something went through him. I oh the the Garfield Spider-Man movies are the ones that I I remember very very little from. Oh, you know, when you no, said Garfield no, Spider-Man, I thought of the Garfield the Cat as Spider-Man. Going <laughs> 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 so through the cities, hate Mondays, your cat's dying. You can't. You're, you're right. Song. No, no. Connors Connors doesn't die. He gets cured. No, he does die. Does he? He does die. It kind of doesn't matter because they don't focus on him about to die. They focus on the fact that Doc Ock's about to die. And uh, the thing is, like Green Goblin. Well, they don't think they know that Green Goblin wouldn't have returned to a time when he was going to die because he knows he finds out about Peter long before. Right? He finds about about Peter before the final battle. But they find out that he's going to die because Ock tells tells him. Yeah, he tells him he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we know, all they know is. This is apparently a popular subject because I just Googled does C. <laughs> Good you. It's great. It's without fail. It's without fail. The second word Brent says, he will freeze for two seconds. <laughs> say it again. Yeah, say it again, please. No, just, 
Okay, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got us. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so um, as uh, Strange continues to prepare the spell, pleads, uh, Peter pleads with him that they should, you know, try and cure them before sending them back. Like they don't, they don't, they don't deserve to die. But Strange is not convinced, and we know this from Endgame. Like he, he he's gonna the do the most important thing to Strange is protecting their specific reality. reality. Yeah, for sure. Mm, yes. So Peter decides, why not? Let's steal the box and have this amazing fight scene <laughs> in the Mirrorverse. All right, I'm going to cut off. Kirk Connors does not die in Amazing Spider-Man. Damn. They, um, they, he apparently was in a post-credit scene uh, where he was asked uh, whether oh, or not he knew Peter's father. Because they were going to make the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, amazing. So uh, Strange and Peter have this amazing fight. What did you guys think of it? This was fucking incredible in 3D. Like, Peter incredible. Peter the Fibonacci sequence i know geometry i know math let that me take was... care of this real quick and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute i've knowing I've math doesn't knowing math doesn't mean you know magic like i know you know like just because you can you can square a root doesn't mean you can make a card appear or something like scott lang okay? but i think it was he's not making magic, not making magic. I, he's using math to make the geometry go yeah, but how does like he, there, there was mathematic principles happen. behind. I think it was there's mathematic principles behind how he constructed all of those scenarios. That, yeah, that they're based on a system, and Peter was able to identify the system. Right, but like but identifying the system doesn't allow you to do anything. You're like, cool, I can yeah. figure out the circumference. No, but again, he doesn't do anything magic. Say he does, does magic. He's just like, if I shoot a web here, it's going to go everywhere. He wasn't shooting. No, he was no, shooting but he many webs. Shoot webs everywhere. He shoots webs consistently around just, the thing as it's spinning, which. Just, it's what it's like i thought it was cool but i'm like this don't make no sense to me it's I, also uh, a movie where a teenager had to beat him had to beat a sorcerer somehow so yeah <laughs> um, then we went and oh, yeah he's smart remember and what's the problem? i've seen the wizard okay <laughs> like the nintendo glove <laughs> yes fred savage yeah a kid ah. beats a wizard <laughs> anyway so peter takes <laughs> peter takes the villains to happy's apartment where he and may have been staying uh because of this whole fiasco and he ends up using a stark fabricator to begin his goal of curing the villains um he first fixed otto's inhibitor chip um which is amazing. Like Alfred Molina in this scene when he's like, it's so quiet. Oh my God. Like yeah. master, like the actors in this movie are just so fucking good. So, I wanted to wait until we got to this point in the story before I, I posited this question. Yo, yo. Now, obviously like his plan is like, before we send them back, we want to cure them of their, of their evil ways and stuff mm -hmm. so like that so that they don't die when they go back. Now, number one, if they're being deposited back at the time where they were killed, would them suddenly being good people change the outcome of that? Or would yeah, the emotions yeah. already be sent in place? I think in Doc's case, no. Number two, if they know they're being sent back to the moment they die, why would it matter if they were reversed back or not? Because I, I, if they would tell, not, oh, I'm going back to when I die, I can change They're it. not going back they to when they die. They're going back to the place where they die. They're they, not being brought back to the place where they died. They go back I to when that they that's what it was. That they were saying that like no, 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 you're going to be put back no, at the moment no, you no, die, no, and so I don't want them, them to die. So all of them die in their stories. What what happens? They're going to get deposited back when they find out that Peter is Spider Man. That's their point of transfer. Okay. Yeah. So every time one of them found out Peter Parker is Spider Man, that was when they transferred. Except for Electro, because he oh, never they, finds it out. <laughs> yeah, the Electro one. It, well, the idea that he's a variant version. He's, he also something. said he was absorbing information. That's in, true. It, the internet. Know, yeah. I don't know. 
because he was like, sure. you remember Gremlins too, when there's an electric Gremlin that goes through the phone lines. That's <laughs> but see, Electro would be brought back to almost the point where he dies, because yeah. like that was close to the point where he dies. Every other character would have found out about Peter Parker well before mm-hmm. their death. We, long enough that they could have done something different um, Otto wouldn't though but Otto is also the kind of person because at, when, right before he dies it's he also good. when like he take he goes you know he takes over control of his arms and he dies to save people because he is a good person at heart yeah. whereas well, it, it, would, not, it would depend on when he, goes, not, right? when he goes back when Otto goes back is his machine already out of control yeah it is because yes, he finds out because Peter pulls off his mask near the end yeah he's about to stab yeah, Peter and he's, right? and he's going back to his death he yeah. would be going back to but his death. he so, wouldn't yeah. care when, when in his good self he wouldn't care or he would rather save yeah. the city yeah that's what yeah. happens so, anyway yeah yeah um, so either way I will posit a question about alternate timelines at at the end of this whole thing too for you guys um uh yeah so they fix auto and then they try and fix uh goblin but goblin uh osborne's goblin persona oh, takes over electro first electro is like worried he's like not he's like i don't know if i'm into this i don't feel right like i feel like yeah. i'm you know yeah. losing because yeah. electro likes what he's become yeah. he likes feeling he powerful. likes his version because he doesn't have the comb over and the- i love that thomas or sorry uh uh flint marco's just like hey man i just want to get back to my daughter that's yeah. the only thing that fucking matters to me i don't care if i die i don't care about you i just want to go back to my daughter that's mm-hmm. what's important mm-hmm. um so, um, Electro's almost cured, but Osborne's goblin persona t- takes over and he, you know, he convinces the, the villains to rebel, except for Otto, you know, he's trying to help. And, um, yeah, Osborne but and Electro Peter. zaps him anyway and he goes evil apparently again. Who, Otto? No, I don't think Otto ever went bad, did he? Yeah, he gets, no, uh, no, Max goes, I preferred you th- went the other way and then he zaps yeah, him. Yeah, but, but I don't think he reverted him back. You I don't think he reverted him back. I no. thought he did. And I was expecting that at the end that he did, but I don't think he did because yeah. at the end he's still yeah, good he's Otto. Yeah. But I also think it's I think it mirrors what he did in Spider-Man 2, where he was like, oh, I can control this when it really fucking yeah, matters. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're now you're thinking. <laughs> like, none of that. I agree. Yeah. I 100% <laughs> agree with mark. everything. He, yeah, oh, we did sorry, not hear okay. a word of that. So what I'm saying is like you're saying what you think happened to Doc Ock, but all we see is him get zapped. He goes flying out. Yeah, and like I assume he just ran away because people have seen him. him, Yeah, we don't see him again until the end when he comes in. He's helping, so he's not. So at no point do we know he's gone evil again. So we can't say that he has gone evil again. All we can say is that tried. And in the other version where electricity did fry his chip. I mean, for all we know, their new chip that they put on him is resistant to that. Yeah, I, I feel like he got because he got blown out the window, um, and then there was police everywhere. I assume he left to, you know, yeah. not get not get caught by Doctor I, Strange. So because I he, I did wonder if if the chip got destroyed and he I became don't think evil, so. but I feel like at the end of the movie there would have been some kind of line of dialogue. To yeah. show that, you know, like, oh, it was destroyed, but I, I don't care. I, I've changed my ways. That's kind of the thing. thing. So because so, what Electro says is I preferred the other version of you or whatever. And it, yeah. so that insinuates to, to me that he's going to fry that chip and he's going to be a bad I, guy. I, I, I thought it did, too. And then I thought it really could go either way. It yeah. could be yeah, I prefer you the old way, so let's put you back. Or I preferred the old you. So fuck you. You're yeah, dead. I thought he was yeah. going to try and kill him. Like that, that was my I think it's supposed to be a misdirect. I'm supposed. Yeah, I think sure. it's supposed yeah. to make yeah. you think 
that he's yeah. going evil again so that you're built up for the sinister six kind of thing at the end yeah exactly um, like that's the idea of it but in the end i don't think he especially ever how Otto returns so he's like i'll do it right can we yeah. talk about the two amazing things that happen in the scene one tom holland just like looking in the camera oh, they, yeah. like the work oh, they yeah. do here with the, the, the dolly pole yeah. and that's exactly how peter spider sense worked in the sam raimi spider-man yep. movies and he's just like looking at person to person and he can't figure it out and then the turn willem dafoe does so like how good. does this guy yeah, have 17 oscars like, justice for willem dafoe's goblin finally I, like I, I like i loved i loved his sam raimi goblin um, but you know, there was always a little bit lacking and then yeah, this, because this, they this, threw a huge green mask on him and hid that. Yeah, amazing yeah. We, we didn't get to see him. Willem Dafoe is a goblin. He looks he's like the green that. goblin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When he has the, like the purple, like hood and stuff. And he showed up here. I was like, holy shit. It's perfect. Just fucking perfect. Um, well, here's, here's the thing. What, one, one thing that didn't happen that I was, I thought to myself, I'm like, I would have loved to have seen, although I would worry that they would go too extreme with it was so he's in the other room working on his cure with them yeah and i thought to myself what if he is actually the goblin right now and he's not working on a cure he's yeah. working on something to make him stronger make yeah, him that's work. what i thought i thought that's that what and I thought then to try to stop him and he's like that's not gonna work kind of thing which happened but like it was only because it wasn't a strong enough dose to get rid of what he was but I was hoping super soldier, it was by the way. Yeah. He's yeah. working yeah. on the super soldier. Yeah, for sure. he, oh my God. Willem Dafoe still feels like he can kick the shit out of anybody. And it was amazing. <laughs> I believed it the entire time. Yeah. He apparently like, only would do this role if he got to do his own stunts. He's 66. I love him so oh, much. But like, so I would have, I would have loved to have also seen just like, like him getting hit with something that he invented. So they think, Oh, we're going to cure him quickly before he goes. And then they actually create more of a goblin. And I was hoping for just, green tinge or just, mm. just like a little bit hobgoblin s kind of thing not like they did in the stupid no 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 uh, no no not, not amazing spider-man oh yeah, yeah. i forgot about like, that but like <laughs> yeah but like an actual proper like do you remember the test that they did for yeah. the original face mask kind of thing yeah that was amazing that sort of thing but not as extreme i, I want to i would have be, been fine with that extreme too to be honest i would have been too but i i don't want to miss out on willem dafoe willem yeah. dafoe yeah. as that character it was still I mean, they could have just given him a little like facial replacement a la Thanos that's, because we didn't lose anything in Josh Brolin's performance as Thanos, right? True. Like, that's it's phenomenal. true. That's true. Like, just give me something to have that green yeah. evil face. But the 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 purple sweater that mm. was ripped up oh plus the green God. suit underneath was just perfect enough. And I felt like I finally got the Goblin. I've been mm. wait. I've been wanting for years. I mean, we and got so Spider-Man's so greatest villain. Yeah, right? like, yeah. we got there. Like, good like, versions of them too. Like, like we've always, we've always oh known. Like, fucking brutal. Yeah. Well, the, the fight right here. Spider-Man right? and Batman, right, have the best villains, and like yep. we yeah. haven't really, we haven't really seen. We've seen Batman's on screen. But yeah. for some reason, we haven't seen Spider-Man's yeah. as they should be, and we that, finally did here. That was the other thing I really liked that I did not know going into this movie is the the ads really pushed that Doc Ock was going to be like mm -hmm. the main villain of the five. So then when it really shifted and like with Willem Dafoe's performance to him becoming the man, I was so happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I the only the, fight. the only two villains I knew because of the first trailer were Ock and then Green Goblin because of the pumpkin bomb. So I was just like, I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, sorry, Hawk Hero. 
the fight scene in the apartment was great because yeah. like you know i from the comics i always remember like green goblin that had pretty much comparable strength in that to <laughs> peter and that and just to see uh-huh. the two of them and that having to like you know duke it out in a like a small hallway yeah and just go through concrete i love that you know? that goblin was just taking every punch and just like giving double back to him it was just like, like a mim- spider-man given a suplex final. and oh. going through the floor oh like, my god okay, yeah <laughs> when 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 oh we're not there yet but when later on, it's like, I, d- I don't pull my punches. And I'm uh, like, we know that Spider-Man can tear people's. Yeah. Like, when he went, remember like when Kingpin hurt Aunt May in the comics? And he's like, I've been fucking, I've been toying with you, Kingpin. You're just a regular guy. And he's like, shatters every bone in his body. Yeah. I'm like, that's when Spider-Man's mad. That's like, the kind. And those are the punches Green Goblin can take. It's like it's like Superman, man, right? Like he, he yeah. he's always pulling yeah. his punches. Oh, anyway, yeah. so Osborne and Peter fight, and the building just gets fucking destroyed, which I think is amazing. Yeah. But in the ensuing chaos, again, poor Happy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's true. He's not getting that. He's not getting that the, deposit, uh, you know, back. deposit back. back. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, un- unfortunately, because of the chaos that happens, May ends up dying, and in a you know, in this amazing scene, not she before. Yeah, they, no, really, they really tried to make us think she was okay too. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm fine, oh, yeah. I'm fine. And it's I'm like, like, no, you're, not you're fine, dead. Babe. You're dying. But you're gonna do the I walking death scene. To catch where I, yeah. I knew yeah. she was going to die the second she delivered that line. Oh yeah. Then as she delivers the, the greatest Spider-Man line with great yeah. responsibility. Um there must be also no no with great power I've been drinking sorry um with great power there must also come great responsibility that's the way she said it in the movie but Um, that's what I loved is that like as soon as she delivered that line I was like okay we're losing Aunt May this movie so that's so that Peter can become an adult yeah but I just love how that is like a continuing thread through all of the different Spider-Man multiverses Mm -hmm. is that Every single character who has been that person who has come up with that line for him has been the person that he loses that pushes him yeah. to be who he becomes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is in some way his fault. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. This is his fault. Um, but I love that she also conveyed that the notion that what he did was still the right thing, even though she's going to yeah. die curing these people, these villains, they're, they're still people and they deserve yeah. to be better. And oh, it's such chance. a it's such a beautiful moment and such a heartbreaking like just dead silent in the theater like like you could hear I, people crying again like oh my god it was it was just I amazing. loved that they gave this moment to Aunt May too mm-hmm. because yeah. it's yeah. it's very much a consistent Uncle Ben thing which is is kind of great but it's you know like yeah. Batman always has to lose his parents but it was like there's no reason we can't move this also no like we can't flip when this. we see ben like ben we hardly know him we've seen it may for multiple movies like it's yeah. way more heartbreaking it was like we lost our Aunt may exactly like every other origin story we know uncle ben's gonna die we see it happen it happens usually in the first uh, quarter of the movie yep. and we know what's gonna happen here this was the first time we thought we were safe. We thought Uncle Ben's been dead. Mm. You know, we have Aunt May the entire time. And then we get to this. And then they kill her and take her away from us. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right? Everybody said we're tired of origin movies. So they gave us three. Yeah. Like, this they is literally yeah. this is literally his turning point to becoming the Spider-Man. The origin we're, we're trilogy. Yeah. I have another question regarding regarding Aunt May and and Uncle Ben in this, um, but I'm going to wait until a little later to ask it 
because I think we need to reveal something else before we get to that. Fair. Okay. They, they yeah. didn't wear condoms. I know that. They did not wear condoms. All right. So, <laughs> so they, we have... it's not like Peter's got any cousins running around. That's true. Yeah, he was we sterile. Maybe. <laughs> As a shield. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So over at Ned's place, he and MJ are trying to find out where Peter is because as soon as May died, he just went off the radar and no one could find him. So Ned discovers that he can build portals after with his stealing doctors after, sling ring. after stealing doctor strange's sling ring he starts opening portals and he's saying you know let's find peter parker and the first peter parker we find is andrew garfield's spider-man from the amazing spider-man duo movies i was gonna say trilogy not trilogy I, duo movies I love him in the shadows like in the spider-man suit just like <laughs> <laughs> me you want to me peter get back peter and he's like all right. All right. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, he recognized them from the, all the news coverage, so I think yeah, he knew yeah, that he yeah. could trust it's, them. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> but oh my god, um, Andrew Garfield. Well, if there was a problem, brilliant. his spider sense would have gone off. That's true. Is That's the true. thing, yeah. right? Um, so I don't know about you guys. My my theater, everybody went nuts. Yeah, yeah everybody fucking crazy. The, uh, I leaned yeah. over to my buddy and I said, "If Tommy McGuire is in, it walks out in a portal." I'm going to lose it. And not only <laughs> wait. So, so before we get to Tobey Maguire, the scene where Ned's Lola, which means grandmother comes yeah, down yeah. and it's like, can you get that spider web? Spider from web. The corner? <laughs> I'm sitting there dying because she's saying she, it in Tagalog. She, so I'm sitting there. like, I understand her full, everything she's saying. And they sort of paraphrase she, it. And it's just way more funny. I, than Tagalog. I, she wants I love, you guys to clean up all the cobwebs. You yeah. just shot. Is out. She talks to Ned and Tagalog, right? Yeah. And then when she she actually says like three English phrases, so well, she clearly dang, speaks English. Every, every Filipino person speaks English because you have to learn fluent. it. Fluent, you have she to learns, learn it. But she, but a, she is fluent English, but yeah. she refuses to talk in front of him in English. So I'm gonna throw this out to you, Filipino people. Uh, even when there are white people around, will speak Tagalog. Like my parents, I mean, that's fine. my parents speak Tagalog to Megan, and she's like, "You you you jumped uh, into Tagalog again." She's like. And my mom would be like, oh, yeah, sorry. And say it again in English. Like, this has been happening for 15 years, which I think is hilarious. It's just, uh, they, they switch between English and Tagalog all the time. So so they then they end up opening up another portal. And out comes youth pastor, <laughs> Toby McGuire. <laughs> cool, um, cool youth pastor. Cool youth pastor. Wait, wait, wait. But keep in mind, his parish is called Satan's Alley. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Mm. Um, him and Robert Johnny Jr. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or Kirk uh, Lazarus, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Like, I thought people were going to lose their minds um, when, screamed. when he showed like, I screamed. Gasping. Yeah. No, everyone was silent. I was like, yeah. It, it was like screaming and clapping and just like yeah. everyone lost their shit. It was so, so good. And I pulled a real Ric Flair. Seeing them. <laughs> Seeing them like play oh. off each other, Andrew and Toby. Oh my god! At that point, <laughs> and then like, I, I, I oh. wish I didn't know. Though I will say that by the time they came out in the movie, I had kind of forgotten about them being in it. So when they walked out, it was kind of like, oh fuck yeah, they're in this it. Is, this is one of those movies where your suspension of disbelief is just like fucking out the window. Yeah, where yeah. you're just like so invested, so so quickly. Uh, I the. 
Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this question later so you can keep it in the back of your mind, but do, do people need to watch all the previous movies to no, fully appreciate it? No, because my friend no, 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 hadn't seen any Amazing full, Spider-Man. To fully appreciate it. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Anyway. Um, he loved it. Yeah, that's I true. think to appreciate the moment, yes. Yeah. Um, the overall movie, no. Then we get more Tagalog. We'll we'll so that's, that, 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 uh, I'm just wanted to say more Tagalog scenes, which is awesome. This is the first time I, I remember in a major motion picture that uh, Filipino... Uh, Americans have been featured, which is actually really neat. Um, anyway, that's that's a little something something for you to put in your cap. Anyway, where am I? I lost my my thing. So, um, so they go looking for Peter. Yeah, so they go looking Peter for one. for Peter one, and they find Peter on the top of their school because the the other Peters were talking about how they they would go somewhere where that gave them comfort, and because Peter's uh, Peter one is still a teenager. The top of his school is the place where he, you know, his home is where his heart is. Um, so they they confront him and um, they share the stories of loss in an attempt to comfort and encourage him to keep going in a beautiful scene. And this is where we hear that Andrew Garfield, um, after losing Gwen, he started not pulling his punches, which, oh, my God, this it fits. Th- it fits really well with his version of yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's always been a grounded and a sort of harsher world. Um, especially when there's a he, giant, he probably would have been the best option for a Venom, a black, a black suit like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It would have been really good. That would have been cool. And then Toby talks about dancing. Oh. <laughs> Toby talks about how um, he's had it roughly. You know, he has a wife. And wait, was the wife thing later? Um, no, he's it, not married. He just said they make he, it work. Yeah, they make it work. I I didn't understand that. Yeah. They're they're not. I mean, I I think it's just like his life sucks because because you don't have a Spider Man if his life doesn't suck. Yeah, and and you know. he and and his MJ is just like it is. You know, it, it, it is, is what, what it is. is. And and this, and you this, know that's our life, and we'll have to live with it. We're they're probably not well off, and he fights crime, and she's you know a struggling actress probably forever. How how amazing! This is, this yeah, is where I want to come back. Sorry, this is where I want to come back to that question that I wanted to posit. Go for earlier. It. So when they're talking about their their versions of their universes and that, you know, like he's saying, like, you know, I lost Gwen. She was my MJ. And Toby is saying, you know, like, oh, I have my MJ, Mary Jane. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my MJ is uh, right. is Michelle Jones. Mm-hmm. So they're all talking about like their different versions of who they had. And then they're talking about how like. You know, oh, Gwen Stacy was the one that I lost. And, oh, I lost my Uncle Ben. You lost your Aunt May. So what I'm wondering is, was there actually an Uncle Ben in this universe? They do He's say. never? There was, they, yeah. They mentioned because, like, I, I don't remember him ever mentioned. And he was not on a shared tombstone with May at the end, which I was looking for. There was a reference I, in Far From Home. Remember when Peter takes the case, the suitcase out to yeah. pack for going yeah, to. This was your know, uncle's suitcase. Okay. Yeah. Yeah be yeah. you know ben yeah yeah but i'm guessing that in this universe he was not like nearly the figure that he is in the other one it's hard to say is, right as i like, don't because a... i don't see him having much influence over his life the way that may did well and the he way clearly that died when peter was much younger because he died before peter was like halfway through high school yeah, but right. Back, do you guys remember back in Civil War when, like, you know, uh, Tony Stark was talking with Peter in the bedroom and that, you know, and he's asking, "Why do you do this?" You know, and he's like, "Well, because you know, I have all these amazing powers and that." And if you know, when when you don't use them f- for the right reasons and that, th- bad things happen to the people you care about. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm 
kind of paraphrasing yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I yeah. always thought that was a reference to Ben. Yeah, that, so did I. You know, that, that it and happened I, off screen and that, you know. And I always thought that Tony represented the father figure that he didn't have because Uncle Ben was not a big part of his I, life I, the way he is in the other ones. I always thought that Tony replaced that figure, father figure, like he would continue yeah. on from there. Um, yeah, but without the lessons, like yeah. Tony doesn't teach him anything. Well, he teaches him a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're nothing without the suit, you're nothing with the suit. Right? Yeah. Um, when they there's a shared scene where they where they all say with great power comes great responsibility. And I thought that was a really touching moment to see all three of them do it at the same time in that moonlight. Well, that's, oh. that's the moment. That's the moment they all realize it's like we We're do have yeah, our we shared do have trauma. Yeah, right. Like that is like, like yeah. that is like the, the, the pinpoint line that kind of grazes between all their multiverses. It's like it's consistent. That's their nexus. I, event. I, I, it, yeah. yeah, it feels like that's the thing that makes them all say, I got to keep doing this. Does, what makes me keep doing this. Does anyone else feel like um, I thought because Andrew Garfield was like, well, she's my MJ. Like he goes back to his universe and he's like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe Gwen wasn't my MJ because that was like high school. And this guy's married and he's like 45 and this kid's like however age. And then he goes and he bumps into this redhead. Yeah. Or something I, like, like he's got, he's, he's going to redeem himself. Uh, yeah. I, I think, I think that Toby, I, that. I think that Toby makes him realize that it's okay to move on. To yeah. to to not always think about Gwen. Like Gwen's an important part of his life, but it's not the only part of his life. And I think that's an amazing lesson as well. That's just that's just really quickly. Has anyone else watched this current season of Curb Your Enthusiasm so far? No, not yet. I'm sorry, but what Dave said just brought me up to it's a plot point on this season where Leon is dating a woman uh who's also Mary in Spider Man. Yeah. So on the Did show he's move? dating a woman named Mary Ferguson. And he buys tickets for the two of them to travel all around China together. And then they break up and he's has these non-refundable tickets. So one of the storylines of the season is him trying to find another Mary Ferguson that he can take to China with him. So it just made me think that like Garfield's going back going like yeah. Mary Jane, Mary Jane, MJ, MJ. <laughs> That would be funny. Um, so we get this little montage of them trying to make these little cures, and then they have this amazing scene where they find out that Toby has organic web shooters. Oh, that's so good! So good. Does that come out of anywhere else? No. Just Did you ever? Do you ever get a a blockage? Like, I love I've, that he I've was like in fights. I run out. Oh, yeah. once. I had really? an existential yeah, crisis. Existential crisis. Oh, yeah. oh I've had those before. When he, when oh, he my God. called it out, because you know he's he's older. He's like, yeah, it was just it was you know I was twenty five. I had an existential crisis. <laughs> I, I also I, I I'm jumping ahead, but I also love like when they're talking about it like, at the point where they're gonna fight the guys and everything. But they're like talking in like they're talking about who's the toughest guy you fought, and they're all going through the list. But then like he's like, oh, I fought an alien once, uh, but we were in space. And then like Tobey Maguire is like, I'm still on the fact that you said you fought an alien in space. <laughs> like, Where's that guy? And a Russian guy like, in a rhinoceros costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Andrew Garfield. His is so great. Like his. It's so funny. Um. Oh man! So so the Peters decide to lure all the villains to the Statue of Liberty. Now getting retrofitted with Captain America's shield, um, and before we this is the also I thought it was really funny is like when Ned goes to ask them like, "Do you guys have best friends? Do you have a best friend?" And they're like. Yeah, I had a best friend, and he died in my arms. And they're like, they're talking about how their best friends have all died. And then Ned's just like, and then he goes up to him. He's like, Peter, I promise I'll never turn evil and try to kill you. <laughs> well, Which that's is, the thing. In the comics, he turns right, into hobgoblin. He, he hobgoblin. becomes a hobgoblin. 
But that's, I, the, that's the thing. I feel like they've set this up really nicely where I could picture this happening now. Yeah. I hope not, like, but I could see it. I hope, the, I hope, yeah, the line in that scene that made me laugh, and I think I was the only one in the theater laughing, was the, uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Oh, God, I was you're amazing. Was and I'm like, so I good. think I'm the only one here that gets I, that joke. I, like, I was crossing my, I was like, Toby McGuire, say, like, like, Andrew Garfield, now say he's spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> like, say he's something. Say, say he's sensational. Say something, right? Like, oh, and then, and then they also do the back, the back issue thing with uh, Toby. Oh, oh man. Toby so many good callbacks. Um, so, giant fight at the Statue of Liberty. Uh, Peter 2 which is Toby, ends up uh, curing Marco while Otto returns to help cure Dylan, which is Electro. Uh, Ned ends up freeing Doctor Strange from the Mirrorverse, but his box spell gets destroyed by Osborne, which then ruptures the barriers separating the universes. I just want to talk about how fucking amazing this looked. Because we'd seen it in Loki, right? We'd seen the branching universes, yeah. but we hadn't seen it from the actual universe. Like, this is yeah. just incredible. What'd you the guys think? Of it, like, kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I just love the fact that because like as it split, you saw these specters kind of all over the place. Who did and you I was guys? Like, see? I, I thought I saw Craven. I thought I, I saw Craven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw Craven. I saw I saw another octopus there. Um, I wasn't sure if it's the spider version of uh. Uh, the um, Spider-Man version. We of can't Doc have Hawk. Catherine Hahn be also Doc Ock. Yes, we can. There was a weird character that had like a long neck or like an elongated face or head or something. And I don't know who that was, but that like drew my face and I was like, what the fuck is Inspector that one? I don't know. There was, there was also a comic accurate Rhino mm-hmm. um, that was there. And I'm pretty sure I'm not a hundred percent sure. I want to. I'm waiting for like images to kind of surface so I can start like picking through them and seeing them and like zooming in. I'm sure in. they're out there. But yeah. there was somebody who kind of looked like they could be a version of like the Madam Web yeah. character. I, I saw the chair. I thought I saw the chair too. I, saw, I, I thought, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw like a throne that looks like a web. And like I saw a chair web kind of thing, and I was just like, Ooh. "So, so the long neck person that you saw, are you sure it wasn't the scorpion? Because I saw someone yeah. who looked like the scorpion. Ooh. You know what? It might have been the scorpion. It might have been the tail up yeah. there, maybe, um, yeah. which would be pretty sweet too, actually. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought, um, the dude that was in the first Spider-Man movie, the the to- the the current Toby, Matt Gargan, the, <laughs> yeah, the- I thought he was going to come up and uh, come back as Scorpion in this movie. No, so. No. That's all right, I guess. Uh, Michael Mando, who was the villain in Far Cry Three, I think. Yeah, Far Cry Three. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's boss. also in Better Call Saul, and he's in a bunch of other. Yeah, I think he was in. Um, Weekend Hawk. It's a phenomenal show that everyone <laughs> should watch. He was also Five in seasons, Orphan Black. Done. Orphan Black as well, which is also a phenomenal show and Canadian. Um, so uh, yeah, that ends up blah blah blah. Barry suffering things. So the um, the destruction ends up that happens around this the statue of liberty ends up causing mj to fall from the statue and it does this amazing shot that mirrors gwen's fall from the amazing spider-man 2 and in a but fit, it's turned but it's turned on, on the side, side. Mm-hmm. and um yeah. in a fitting scene of retribution like fucking andrew garfield well, just amazingly well, catches the, the, her. the best is you first you get tom holland trying to do the save and you're like oh he's gonna save her try to do what like you know andrew <laughs> couldn't do and then he gets knocked away and you're like oh no and then andrew dives andrew garfield, 
dive so hard and just Again, like define the laws of physics, but it don't yeah. matter. Yeah, I don't care. Well, she was, she was so hard. So more, more air rips was stopping. Her, rips her in half. Right. So when she's History accelerating repeats. at 9.8 meters per second <laughs> and he's accelerating at 9.9 .9 meters per second. I don't Sorry. care because, because when he asks her if she's okay and she says yes, his face was he's like crying it was so she, like it, but it wasn't just crying goes, like he was happy and sad all at the same time yeah, and yeah, i was like oh yeah. my god this is why everyone needs to watch tick tick boom um because <laughs> he's amazing in it so strange tries to maintain the barrier as the dimensions slowly break while spider one spider-man one fights osborne um oh my god uh this fight was yeah, brutal the, the osborne fight was so good I wish it lasted a little bit longer. Yeah. I know we didn't have the time for mm -hmm. a little bit longer, but also just the poeticness of it happening on the fallen caps shield. Yeah. The, I can like, do this all the day. Brutality, like the, the brutality of it, like Osborne was smiling and just giving him everything, but he's getting punched with the hardest hits that Tom Holland's Spider-Man can fucking give him, and I sure. You know, there's so you know, in there's an alternate universe where Willem Dafoe is like an evil Sith <laughs> oh in a Star God. Wars movie. Yeah. He's because part in of this the Disney movie, family now. <laughs> because in this movie, yeah. he was basically trying to get Peter to turn the to the dark side. He was like, "You oh, kill me, you and then you'll be evil too." He like. I love that they were both so exhausted and like beat down, but they were just like fucking giving it at each other and just like it felt like rock, like at the end of um one of the Rockies, I can't remember which one, where they're just like fucking punching and they're just like fucking that's, like Eric, that's all the Rocky movies. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> um and then right before um Tom Holland Tom goes Holland. to kill Green Goblin, Toby comes in and she's like stop oh, and, and we we get like a classic Toby Maguire like quiet stare off and like yeah. the the puppy died and just like the, oh my Toby god Maguire can make that work <laughs> and it, it's, it's weird it's like he's smiling and frowning and angry and happy all at the same time and you're like how are you doing that <laughs> but, but but at the same time he's like you know he's also he's also saying it's okay it's okay right yeah. and it's like fucking toby Maguire. how yeah. how and then he gets stabbed he gets stabbed Dude, 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 when when he goes, I've been stabbed before. I was like, I was like, oh no! I, I was like, I I went to my buddy. I'm like, I knew one of the Spider Mans had to die, and then he's like, Are you okay? He's like, I've been stabbed before. And I was like, What? No, you can't. This is bullshit. One of the Spider Mans has to die. Well, fun thing. Three men enter, one man leaves. Have you heard the rumors about secret um secret wars? That they're trying trying to get Toby to come back and play Spider Man in it because it's a multi dimensional show. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get bring them all. Oh, I feel like you could you could easily get Toby to be you know green screen and a suit and put his head on there and have him talk. But every time he's Spider Man, he doesn't need to be in a fucking suit no, anymore. No, for sure. Like, you know, CG that shit and let Toby just let let us just have Toby. Give me Toby. Mm -hmm. But like, I would love a Secret Wars, and I would love give me a screen accurate. Scarlet Spider, like, give me like all these different Spider Men's. Like, get, I want give me Ben Riley. <laughs> give me a Clone yeah. Saga. Clone Saga. Oh, oh could it be in the next ones? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh Just my a god. bunch of Tom Holland's. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Peter finds out or uh, realizes uh, that Doctor Strange cannot fix the barriers, and the only way to save the universe is to make everyone forget about Peter Parker because all of these people are coming to break through because they all know that he's Spider Man. So he goes 
to I don't know if that logic actually made sense because is he making people in other universes forget who Spider-Man is as well? I think that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, does right? everybody just not know who a Peter Parker is anymore? Does Peter Parker officially just kind of leave everybody's memory across the yeah. multiverses? It's yeah, it's because sort of weird. The re- these are characters coming from other universes, seemingly. Yeah. So if they're going to stop and they're not going to come through, essentially they forget who Peter Parker is. That yeah, means feels... they forget who their Peter Parker is. Be- because right? they're coming through. Because it's attracting people who know who Peter Parker is, right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's what it was. Which is also very convenient that only two Spider-Men came through, but two villains came with each of them, well, or three villains came. Do we, do we know for certain that there was only two Spider-Mens nope. that came through? Yeah, we don't know. No. And we yeah. don't know how many villains came through. They could easily retcon this in like a Secret Wars version where they're like, oh, I was there. I just didn't make it to you guys. I just didn't know yeah. what to do. I thought oh, other man. I mean, there's just a complete and Riley like walking down the street. Be like, that feels weird. Is there something? I mean, on? technically, when we get to it, one of the end credit scenes kind of answers yeah. a little bit of that question. So <laughs> um, so he tells he says bye to MJ and Ned and tells them that he's going to find them again in a very heartbreaking and wonderful scene. Um, this is probably the best that Zendaya, Zendaya has been in all of the Spider-Man movies, and I think she's wonderful in this movie. Yeah. A character. Yeah, agreed. She well, was, this whole movie was the first time she got to be a character, right? She was, like, in the first movie, what was it? I forget, but there was, like, she only got to play, like, one-note things in the last two movies. Yeah. And in she this one, she gets to be a person in the first one, yeah. yeah. In the second yeah, the, one, she the was the just girl. the object of his affection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the spell is cast, and everyone is returned to their respective universes, which then causes some branching universes that we learned from Loki. And uh, two weeks later, Peter visits MJ and Ned and re- to, you know, try and reintroduce himself to them. But decides against it. He sees that they're, you know, they're happy in their moment and they're off. They're off to go to MIT and MIT. Yeah. And like, so he goes to go talk to May about things he to go and grieve. And he meets up with a um, forlorn happy who happy. in a oh, fucking amazing and i'm gonna be really sad to not see him in any more spider-man movies because john favreau is beautiful in the scene and he he talks about how he lost um tony and how he keeps fighting and how he knew may and how may's work was really important and oh my god it, it convinces peter that he needs to continue be to be spider-man and we see spider-man go into his apartment his little shitty apartment, like we've seen in so many other media, the police scanner uh, with, makes his new suit. Yeah. <laughs> you broke yeah. up again. <laughs> Just the, the rent guy, like the rent is due at the first of the month or whatever. Don't I really, I was hoping it would be that voice, like the rent is due. <laughs> and then his daughter's in the hallway. I, I can make more cookies. <laughs> Um, so Peter decides that he needs to make a new suit because his was destroyed and he needed to continue people and we see a very comic accurate um, suit like I was angly like it was it's it's the classic suit that they have in the video game yep like it's that that kind of Spider-Man it was the 90s animated suit is what it was I loved it I was so excited I was like when I saw it I don't know if they showed it in any of the trailers or uh, commercials but it I want to see more of it like that's a gorgeous fucking suit the the only one that we saw through the trailers uh and was the black one like the the nanotech one and the black one which was nothing 
The black one was yeah. nothing. It was black a suit. In, was inside inside out. Out. One turned inside out. My yeah. God. Um, so we get the two post-credit scenes. Um, the first one, we get Venom in a bar with Danny Rojas. And, uh, Danny Rojas. Venom is <laughs> and Danny's explaining the Avengers to, to Eddie Brock slash Venom in the funniest fucking scene. And oh my God. You got a guy. Lost you. Lost you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, uh, he like, enjoyed it. He's it, so okay. it's so good, and I hope. And then you know, Eddie Brock unfortunately gets zapped back to his own universe, which makes me but sad. A little piece of something behind. Yeah, and which which doesn't make sense, but okay. I was confused because we see Spider Man in the Morbius trailer, and and fucking like apparently that's all connected. I, I, I know it's very I confusing. I like the idea that the Venom I, is now part of the MCU. I, I, well, I heard that the positive of the question is why the symbiote was left behind was so that they had the option to yeah, hire another yeah. actor to play uh, Eddie Brock. Which sucks because I like Tom Hardy. Well, they, they still <laughs> could bring yeah. him in. Yeah. Like it still oh. could be him, but they want to leave that option open because they don't know when they want to introduce Venom into the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Well, so I have a question about Venom being there. The idea is the only people that made it into this universe are the people who know who Peter Parker is and know about Spider-Man. I can answer this question. Me too, but you can do it, Dave. Okay. I, so, okay, Dave. I think I know the answer. Because at the end, the post credit scene of Venom 2, let there be carnage. He says, I'm going to share all my information. Across the, the universe, across universes, we yeah. share a hive mind. So yeah. any Venom, like, for instance, Trevor uh, Grace's Venom, who knows who Peter Parker right. is, means all Venoms, all symbiotes know Peter Parker as Spider-Man, yeah. which I think now they don't, um, but his does, and that's why he's pulled in. That's the yeah. only reason yeah. why he's pulled in at all. And that's why he says that guy when he points to him at yeah. the end of yeah, the Yeah, because he's drawing, because it's also specifically when, because you've noticed, so this is what we're talking about. They get pulled in basically the moment they they learn Peter Parker's identity. Yeah. Yeah. And the moment he learned Peter Parker's identity is when Eddie and his symbiont attach to the hive mind, right? That's yeah. when that knowledge okay. is downloaded. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it makes sense. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I am very yeah. satisfied. So that, yeah. I, 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 I'm getting they did not think of that, but I'm betting that a lot of us did. I think it, the people, it, it, I think Tom Hardy not, thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it still doesn't make sense as to why the piece of the symbiote no. sticks around. No, it but doesn't. We're going to ignore it. We're just going to just let it be. Well, the symbiotes yeah. do get to play. So, so here's the thing. We know in Thor Love and Thunder, Gore the God Butcher is the villain. Yep. Gore the God Butcher wields the all-black sword, which is made of a Venom symbiote. Well, not Venom specifically, but a symbiote, one of the uh, Clintar, um, which was originally wielded by Null, the god of the symbiotes. So the symbiotes have multiversal power, yeah. clearly. They, yeah. can, they yeah. can do shit through the multiverse. And like, like the, the, the Venom symbiote that gets zapped back wouldn't all of its symbiote bits have the same memory be zapped back to? Here's the thing. Right? If that piece leaves first, it's like the thing, right? When just like we, like a little tiny piece of Venom became Carnage in, yes. in the sequel. So once and that Carnage thing becomes- is his own symbiote. Yeah, Carnage exactly. Is like so a, if a that little symbiote. piece went, hey, I'm on my own thing, and then he went back, that thing, I guess, is their theory is that once it's separated, it's separated. Yeah. So that thing yeah. is now in this universe because it's born in this universe. He goes back. I, 
I just assumed it was that the symbiote didn't follow the same rules as humans did. They probably uh, don't. For, yeah. for going back. So that the symbiote going back with Eddie Brock is because it was attached Eddie. to him and the piece that was left behind yeah. is because it was separated. So what either, a, you know what? Either either way, I will take either one of those as a de- decent enough answer to not question it or worry about it. I'm happy that yeah. it's there. I think, <laughs> it's what, I think what's the most important is that uh, the third season of Ted Lasso is going to be really interesting when Danny Rojas shows up as Venom. Um, yes! <laughs> symbiote is life. I, mean, I would, I would watch danny rojas as venom all right he would be an amazing venom like oh my god anyway um man can you imagine how much she would have fucked up that dog at the beginning of the second season though (laughs) well he would have eaten it (laughs) he would have eaten the dog Danny, oh. you are a loser. Where I come from, I am also kind of a loser. No, Danny is not a loser. Oh, um, sorry, Jamie, you are a loser. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, for sure. Um, so then we get uh, post credit two, which is actually a trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which, which you is, can watch yeah, now. Yeah, it yes, got released today. Released today. Um, yeah. And this is the first time they've shown a trailer at the end of a marvel movie uh since captain america uh first avenger because they showed the avengers trailer at the end of that one um it it felt like a cop-out to me to just play a trailer it was like it's a post-credit scene i'm like this is just a trailer yeah i would have loved to see a scene that branched uh this doctor strange yeah. like the doctor strange in this movie to the movie that we're seeing in may we essentially got a trailer a week early yeah not even like five days but yeah, big deal what did we think of the trailer like um oh, I'm excited yeah um, i I love that a Spider-Man movie that had Sam Raimi Spider-Man ended with a stuff obviously directed by Sam Raimi. Yep. I wish it wasn't just a trailer, maybe, but like a scene would have been cool. <laughs> well, yeah, we got we got some neat things. We got to see the Sorcerer Supreme show up from What If. Um, we see that we obviously knew that Wanda is back, but we get to see her in full gear. Um, we get to see uh, uh, Rachel McAdams reprise her, her getting married, as, apparently, yeah. right? To um, not strange. They're not strange. Yeah. Um, and we see the multiverse. We don't know what's yeah. Yeah. infinite. We also see the the back of America Chavez or Miss America played by Say It Hawk, because I forgot what you said. <laughs> Let me see if I can still find it. Hold on. <laughs> ah. Hold on. Do it. Do it. Uh Sauchil Go Galmez. Galmez. That's amazing. Sao- yeah. Sauchil Gomez? Gomez? Gomez. Gomez. I don't know if this is right, but it says Gomez on the pronunciation. Um, Eve Jones. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her character because she's another one of the young Avengers that's getting introduced into the MCU. Um, Her power is that she can kick and punch her way through universes, um, through dimensions. So, you know, it makes sense that she's in this movie. Still need that. Yeah, yeah. I I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm god, so she was born in 2006. Now I feel old. She's, That's awful. Yep, she is a teenager. Um uh, but dude, yeah. you are, you are. I'm you most are excited. Old. <laughs> it, it's fuck it, this movie looks insane. Like I remember seeing um Doctor Strange 1. I saw it in 3D and that Dormon like the, every time they went Mom. to the multi-dimensional spots and then the Dormammu sequence at the end, like if that's all done by <laughs> Sam Raimi and like we've only seen a little bit, like I can only imagine how fucking crazy this movie's going to be. Now, 
is the, is the plan for the this Doctor Strange movie to still be considered a horror movie? I don't think probably so. Probably somewhat. When, yeah, when, I would imagine. Sam Raimi what, behind it? Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah, I It's going to be a darker so? movie than we're used to as far as Marvel movies for go, sure. which is fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, but but like a darker movie could still be just like, oh, it's very upsetting. I'm hoping there's genuine jump scares. I'm hoping there's actual suspense where I'm literally like does, crunching. Does Sam my... Raimi really do jump scares anymore, yeah. though? Yeah, he does. He's, like, uh, I think he's. I think he's still sometimes. got him in his repertoire. He hasn't yeah. directed yeah. anything since Oz the Great and Powerful. That was a jump scare in itself, um, but um, <laughs> it was bad. Um, we haven't mentioned Mordo. Mordo's back. Oh, Mordo, but Mordo with and dreads. Probably not. Oh, yeah, with dreads. universe is Mordo yeah. if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. It looks um, different. He, also, he he's not pissed like, at Strange. Yep. I'm really hoping that we have gotten the what if version of our evil Doctor Strange. It no, for sure. seems like it. For so sure. Man. They they it, call it, him yeah. they call him um, Sorcerer Supreme. I thought it was Steven Supreme or something weird like that. Was it Sorcerer Supreme? Sorcerer no, Supreme. Supreme. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Supreme they, Prize. Or oh, Supreme. Man. Yeah, it's got the, the whipped cream and the the chives on top. I would and, love yeah. that. Whipped cream, cream cheese. <laughs> Jesus. Sour cream. Yeah, it's supreme. <laughs> it's got every kind of cream. It's got whipped butter. Um and I'm also I'm not hundred percent clear, but they do show the tentacle creatures. Shumagorath. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what I'm yep. It's not confirmed whether it actually is Shumagorath I mean, or not. It looks exactly like yeah. Shumagorath, yeah. right? But it, it also looks really small in that one scene. So well, Shumagorath has babies, right? Mm. Yes, but I mean, I mean, like, are we to believe that this is? I'm, well, again, I'm, I'm. It's just a matter of whether this is also because evil Doctor Strange absorbed. Shuma? In his in, dimension. Yeah. In his dimension. But there's more than one Shumagorath yeah. as well. That's, yeah. that's all I need. It is a multi-dimensional <laughs> being, but more than one exists. Yeah, it can, I, it can, I, it can I, travel through, but it doesn't. So, here's, so something I wanted to mention was that apparently Dan Harmon helped punch up the original Doctor Strange script. Ooh, um, with a circle he, of he, uh, narrative? He talked about, he talked about that on, on, on his podcast many years ago. The thing I find interesting is I think one of the reasons Marvel's Marvel Marvel is able to do all this multiversal stuff is because of the popularity of Rick and Morty and the ability for people to comprehend now. Also, multiverse. One of the writers for Rick and Morty is working yeah. on this screenplay, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the one who did most of the multiverse stuff, like the the explanation yeah. stuff. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Um, any general thoughts? I have a couple for them for the Spider Man. Um, like I said earlier. Do you think people need to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, Spider-Man 1, 2, and then Spider-Man 1, 2 to fully appreciate like this film? It, it, it helps, I like, but I... Yeah. We, we, we I, kinda, I, think, I think everybody kind of had the right idea. Like, you don't need to watch it. You don't need to watch those movies to get through this movie, understand this movie, yeah. and enjoy this movie. But watching those movies, having the information from those movies makes this so much more delicious, makes this... Uh, like, yummy! It, it, I yeah, it's so much more yummy. I don't think if you watch those movies previously, <laughs> it, not not just like previously, but like basically when they were popular and when they came out. If you didn't watch them then, you're probably not going to appreciate it anyway because those movies have aged significantly. To be fair, but I think they they have, there's plenty of favorite movies, but but yeah. there's there's plot points in them in those movies that make certain moments in this more impactful, like him yeah. Andrew Garfield saving MJ. Yeah, at the end. 
would not be nearly as impactful if you hadn't yeah. seen Amazing also, Spider-Man his, 2. Yeah. His, his chat with Max is beautiful at the end because like of that little relationship that the two characters would have had, like Max and, uh, and Spider-Man having that kind of like, hey, Sp- Max, I see you. You're important. You're not like, you're yeah. not a nobody. That kind of thing was really sweet. Yeah. Also, I loved his shout out to thinking Spider-Man was black. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, it does. Actually, surprised we own- didn't get any into the Spider-Verse kind of shout outs in this movie. Whereas, yeah. Like no. spider pig or, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, once, they, once we mean, get the high res stuff of the the dimensions, I'm sure we'll see like a spider pig and a noir Spider Man. And a I bunch feel of, like there oh, there yeah. was a slight well, there is obviously a slight nod to Miles Miles Morales in this one. Just when uh, when well when when Electro is talking about how yeah, like, we you just, know I always envision yeah I, we like, were just yeah, talking about that. And I think that was a slight little nod. To we Miles we Morales, literally but, just said that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Um, so I, I so one quick question then. Um, because Oscar Isaac does the voice of uh, 2099. Yeah, what is it? Uh, something he, O'Hara. What is it? Oscar O'Hara. No, it's not Oscar. What? Isn't it? Whatever. Oh. Doesn't matter. Um, do you think he could also play the live action? Version? Yes. Fuck yes. Although he's Moon Knight. Uh, That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. I was like, oh, because he would be a really good 2099 Spider-Man that they could bring into the live action, but. I mean, give me Jake Johnson as a Spider-Man, then fine. Bring him into a it's live Miguel, action. Miguel, right? Miguel O'Hara, Miguel, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's biracial. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, man, any, that would suck. bring any of the men from that. Can we bring in fucking Nicolas Cage for crying out loud? Yes. yes. Yeah. 100%. Right. Oh my God! Noir Spider-Man, Nicholas Cage, and John Mulaney. Okay, just bring him in. I'm good. I would like to see Andrew Garfield Spider Spider-Man loses shit when he meets Spider Gwen, or sorry, yeah. oh. that's not Silk. What does she call herself? In Ghost her Spider. Ghost Spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh that, my God. that would be pretty awesome. Um, He'd what, be like, no, what? I, my girlfriend could have superpowers? This is bullshit. I also, I love Andrew Garfield's uh, conversation with Electra at one point where he was just like, you got him a little out of shape there or something like that. Like, <laughs> not, you know, poking fun of the fact that Andrew Garfield is no longer thin and ripped like he was for the movies. Like, yeah. just kind of like, yeah, well. <laughs> well, I just. We've all gotten there. I <laughs> just played a musical Wire theater really writer. Good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He huh? did. <laughs> Would you say Toby Maguire looked really good? Yeah. Oh, he looked fantastic. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but I mean, he just looked slim as opposed to yeah. Jack, like when he was originally Spider-Man. Yeah, but like twenty just, years ago. Yeah, literally twenty exactly. years ago, by the way. Yeah. Yes, for sure, oh and God. he still looked fantastic for his for his, that timeline to have passed. So, like, well done, Toby. They must have done a little bit of de aging on him. I don't or know. Is he that look, he looks like him. Now. He's he's always yeah. been I really say, young I didn't looking. think they did. That yeah. seems unnecessarily yeah. expensive. Two thousand and seven was the and, last Spider Man with Toby. Two thousand seven. Yeah. So fourteen years. He is supposed to be an older Spider Man to begin with. He actually yeah. kind of states that it's yeah. Yeah. different. For, so yeah, I, I guess that makes. Um, what are oh. your, what are your thoughts on this sort of soft reboot? Like now that no one knows that he is, and oh, perfect, perfect. Give us a ground level Spider Man with Daredevil. And Give me Daredevil, age. fucking yes, Daredevil Spider Man. Well, at this point, the best part about this whole thing is we can reintroduce anything, anyone, any character, any villain, yeah. like whatever you want, can be reintroduced or recreated or made in a different way, and we have to believe it because he is now a base level blank spider-man but he has all the know-how of spider-man we've gone through three movies for an origin story we don't need none of that shit you can start us off at like a hype level now we have have, that at that sense after just watching a movie which was bringing back 
all of these past villains for one. Would you really want another movie later on where we bring back past villains again? No, but no. I want to see Kingpin. Well, ver- <laughs> I want to see Kingpin. I want to see Craven. I want to see uh, Venom. I want to see a better Venom. Dan. Listen, I want to see, see my favorite Spider-Man villains. Okay, I want to see. I want to see Tombstone. I want to see uh, who's David the other guy with the hard head coming Fuck. in at some point too. Oh, like oh, his, head, his like name is constantly being brought Bullseye? up. Hammerhead. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see uh, the the guy with the spots, and I want to see Chameleon. <laughs> see these shitty fucking Spider-Man villains, where he's just taking them out like nothing. Oh man. Um... <laughs> But I, th- I feel the like Suicide Squad of it all. Find the most obscure fucking yeah. characters possible, and yeah. let's make them superstars. Oh yeah. my god! Um, what do you think of? Well, now that we've introduced um, Matt Murdock into the Spider-Man verse, do you think? Like, I I can fully see them teaming up. Like, either give reason. me Daredevil mm-hmm. season four on Disney Plus, or give me a fucking Daredevil movie with with Charlie Cox, and I, everybody comes back because they were all unreal. He can clearly fucking lead a film. They've been amazing, and I actually think he shouldn't deal with Kingpin if they're going to make a movie because he's dealt with Kingpin for like two and a half seasons. So, well, I think, so, and I not think the hand like because we did. I like that the idea of, of Kingpin now moving to the Echo film mm-hmm. or um, yeah, the, series, the series kind yeah. of thing. Because like, also, I'm not sure because in uh, Echo in the comic books is portrayed with like a handprint um on her face right yeah yep. mm-hmm. i would love to find out that the the reason like what happened at the end of the two shots that we see at the end of hawkeye yeah, was him, him like stopping him and like, fi- like fighting and like grabbing her face and like so his imprint is like the hand imprint oh, on her face that'd be awesome i would love that shit and then like having them be nemesis for like two or three seasons that would be fucking perfect for me anything else you guys want to see moving forward in the spider-verse I mean, I'm with Dave. I want to see. I want to see Charlie Cox as Daredevil more. I don't think they're ever going to let him front his own movie, but I could see them having him like team up in one. <clears throat> yeah. But I think because he's had the three seasons of the show, I think I don't see them really pushing him for leads anymore. A better Daredevil suit. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, like that would be nice. Uh, also, like I would love to see. So I know, like you, J- Eric. I think you said you were not a fan of the idea, but like Ned being the Hobgoblin character, I don't mind that. but not not in a way. Like what I want to see is like having him because Ned no longer has his moral compass of maybe to, of um, Tom Holland's uh, Spider Man Peter Parker to be there. So maybe Ned has a bad time in MIT. Maybe he learns how to do some crazy ass tech. Then also discovering he can do a little bit of magic. All this shit together creates a pretty cool what he thinks is going to be a superhero maybe he becomes a villain just because i don't know but mm. then gets taken down maybe he becomes something else after that and then yeah. the, the real hero of that I, story is ned's grandmother who throws a chinelas at him <laughs> and makes him you know become I, good again i do i i do really like that theory of like ned becoming a villain because he no longer has that moral compass in his life of peter well, because to I explain like that things that happen like the the idea that like Peter because Peter has obviously been like I'm not going to mess with them because they're better off without me. What if they're not better off without him? What yeah. if this? No, that's a hundred percent what has yeah, to yeah, happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like I just I just Is need that, to see they Ned seem go bad. Su- they seem superficially happy at first. Yeah, but be, but he has a positive influence in people's lives, and yeah. he's working on all this stuff to try to be selfless as Spider Man. But Peter Parker's being neglected. Mm. Yes. Exactly. I and I want to see Ned be in, like impacted in that way that I said, like I would love to see him become a, an actual villain 
And then I would love to see, like, maybe MJ actually just goes through a really shitty time, bad boyfriends, bad life choices, and then kind of becomes a more of a dark MJ. She already is kind of a dark MJ. And then possibly seeing MJ come back as, like, her own, you know, um, not Spider-Girl. What, what is it that she does? She does something. But she kind of becomes, like, a reporter and, like, you know, studies up and does all that kind of shit. Like, I'm, I'm imagining, like, more detective version of MJ. Hmm. Yeah. But like more bitter and kind of like drinking problems. <laughs> Zend- I think Zend- if anybody's going to pull that off as MJ, it's Zendaya, right? Like, yeah. yeah. She was she was also Spider-Woman so, for a while. Yeah, so but one, I feel one like question. Maybe not done. <laughs> <laughs> so one question I have for you guys is one thing that surprised me was like, I, I knew going in there was going to be the five villains. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that there was going to be a sixth one that they have really been keeping secret. So that this would officially be the Sinister Six movie. <laughs> well, did the you tree. miss the tree? It was the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I love that electrical. It's a regular tree, man. It's a regular tree. <laughs> so, tree. so my my question to positive to you guys tree? is, do you think that this movie, like not doing the, the six and actually doing a Sinister Six, but still having the five, do you think it killed the, any chance of a Sinister Six movie coming up no, in the future. Not we at don't all. need no. a Sinister Six movie. We don't need six villains. Well, Spider-Man is fine fighting But they people. they think we do. They they have been pushing that for years and I thought that that's what this movie was. This but movie Sony was has been. I feel like by that itch. I feel like Marvel knows better. <laughs> yeah. so, Kevin yeah. Feige was kind of put in charge of like Sony was like, alright Kevin, you can and Kevin probably went, you don't need six. <laughs> yeah it's fine well i it's feel fine. i feel yeah. like this, this is i feel like this is the the closest we're actually going to get to a sinister six mm-hmm. i feel like if they ever do want to approach an actual sinister six movie it shouldn't be a spider-man movie it should be a sinister six yeah. movie Which it, should, like, it, should be, it would be a movie that is following the villains following them and then like seeing maybe them all turn on each other or something i don't know but like, well, rather I think than you just do Spider-Man. what you do with Vulture and you show people being screwed over by the system and they're like, fuck, man, what, how am I going to pay my bills? Like if you've seen like Harsh Times or any or um, uh, fuck Training Day and stuff like that, where it's just like, you know, like I just need to put food on the table. Like Matt Gargan is just like a thug, right? Yeah. Like we haven't seen a Batman movie from that perspective either. And we should, right? Mm, because a yeah. lot of these people are just trying to get by in a place where jobs don't pay well. Like we already... Yeah. We live in a society. We live, in, you know, in a society that's already kind of like, it's like people, jobs aren't paying well enough. People are, will get desperate over time and people I, I will also, identify with that. And in the end, they go, all right, fuck it. You got superpowers. I got superpowers. J. Jonah Jameson is going to buy me a fucking suit that makes me a strong Spider-Man. Let's do it. He's stopping us from being able to feed our families. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Let's go. And that's how that the movie reminds ends. me of that. Uh, what is that? That Brian Azarad, uh graphic novel of the joker where it's all told from the perspective of this guy who's just you know one of joker's thugs you know hanging out with him all the time and, uh, and it's just so pathetic you know it's like it's it's pathetic but it's still fascinating to look at yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like marvel is almost kind of like ready to do something like that but they're taking a back seat to see what people will respond to in those kind of yeah. situations for example let's wait and see what happens with black adam where our protagonist is basically a villain mm. and we're going to cheer for him kind of like, like let's see how that audience rep- res- like responds to that. And then if they're like, Oh, people like to see the villain movie, let's bring them the biggest villain movie. Let's do the sinister. Thing. Bring well, in David Ayer and just yeah. let him go nuts. Yeah. Right? Like, like they should have let him do with the suicide squad. 
Mm-hmm. They're they're giving us plenty of like yeah because Suicide Squad is a pretty good example of like these are we're cheering for mostly villains at this point put into a situation where they're the heroes but they are villains and by but all accounts that movie was fucked up by studio interference not yeah. what David Ayer envisioned yes well they had to change um, the villain like halfway through the movie that uh, doesn't make sense uh, yeah um I'm gonna pause pause this something to you guys. Do you think this movie would have been possible if Into the Spider-Verse wasn't such a massive success? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you think yeah. they still would have I told you Rick and Morty. This movie was an inevitability. <laughs> this was an inevitability. Like yeah. that that this was going to happen. Like the multiverse was an inevitability to for the coming into the MCU. Them trying to connect all of these dots together and pull in all of these major villains, that was inevitability. It was just a matter of which franchise was going to do it first. I would have never thought we could get a Spider-Man version of Endgame so soon after Endgame that would work this well. Yeah. Arguably, this is a better movie than Endgame. Endgame was a was a lot of fan service, as was this. But yeah. I think just as a movie, like this game had a this lot fewer plot yeah, points or, or yeah, plot and, holes, I should say. Yeah, this, well, there are plot holes in both movies, like, um, right. clearly. <laughs> but Endgame like this, was a good conclusionary story. This was a good all around story. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. but it still concludes a trilogy for Tom Holland. Yeah, this is the thing. Whereas they want Endgame, like they didn't want Endgame to be the end. Of Marvel Game? films, yeah. obviously. Yeah. No, but it was it was the end of that generation of them. Yeah. Like it was we, the end we of won't that generation see those sexy of characters. Again. But this could yeah. be the end of the generation of Tom Holland films that's if true. they wanted. But if they, they won't, wanted. It won't but that, but that's the point. They, they this they have left this at a point where they're like, we can do nothing or we can do everything and yeah. it's okay. Like they're that really good. Really hard to do. Yeah, like they're really good at basically being like, we've got this in the bag. If we need something, here's a bag of tricks. We can pull them out and we can use them. I feel like the multiverse has been something that they've been working on for long enough because it must have been like on their storyboard, their spirit board of life. Everything this year has been the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, this, this gives them the power to explain away whatever they want but they do it in such a way that it makes sense to us the the sheep that are following along saying yes yes give us more we're good we understand we're meatballs um but it, it, or it, a llama <laughs> i feel like a goat <laughs> kicks the llama's ass uh, um so uh, uh, eric you're not, yeah, eric you're not dabbing i want my 500 tacos back listen you redeem the dab you can dab yourself. Um, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to ask you guys. So we are in phase four of the MCU. We have Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man, no, no Way Home out so far. We've had Hawkeye, What If, Loki, and WandaVision. Oh, and The Falcon and Winter Soldier come out. Out of everything we've seen out of these shows, do you have an idea <laughs> where this phase is going? I do. Ooh. The Future Foundation. Fantastic Four. Save Tom Holland's Spider-Man movie for, hey, we need you in the Fantastic Four. Wolverine, Spider-Man, She-Hulk. Well, and I don't know. I don't know who the last one is. So so Mark Webb, who who directed the Spider-Man movie, he's directing the Fantastic Four movie. Right. And writing it. At the end of the Fantastic Four movie, Kang zaps them out of time. And there's no Avengers. Oh, and then, but we need the Fantastic Four. So Spider-Man, Wolverine, and She-Hulk, and someone else team up, and they make the Future Foundation or whatever the, the their version of the. Fantastic. I'm like, 
fuck it, why not? So we can have, because Wolverine's not going to be an Avenger, right? But we can have Spider-Man be in both. He might be. We never know. I'd love it. I'd love to see it. Get so, the cool white suits. Oh, man. Marcus, sorry, you were saying something? There was a, uh, like a brief, almost cameo version of, uh, of Kang. Um, because like, yes, because when they first do the tear happening, not the one where all the Spider-Man villains are showing up, when Doctor Strange is like, stop fucking up with the spell, and like, there's all the rips happening and stuff like that, there's a part where it tears open for a second, and you see this white, sparkly kind of figure, almost in like space kind of feel, but all of a sudden it just feels like it goes like this. And I was just like, was that Ooh. supposed to be Kang? Because like, there's what if like, it's, it's not Kang, what if it's Doctor Doom? Because if they're doing Secret Wars, why don't they do Battle World? Okay, that um, oh. Eric, you were asking, what do I want to see more than anything else? I want to see a proper Doctor Doom come to the fucking screen. Yep. Because I'm so pissed That's... off with every Doctor Doom that I've seen so far. I need fucking right dr doom don't give me your interpretation of dr doom give me straight from the motherfucking comics dr you won't have anything less right like that that was like the long-running rumor that for starting in phase four that dr doom was going to become like the next major villain in the series but then they kind of shifted towards focusing on kang instead but they might still Kang be kind of a... introducing him. So I feel like Kang if, is like the if... mid-season like bad guy, and I think yeah. there's something. What if yeah. Kang is just a ruse? Yeah, or or even better yet, like if Kang is the stepping stone that leads to Galactus. Doctor Doom taking more power. No, or, fuck that would be cool too. No, I feel like Galactus isn't going to be. Galactus is going to be more of like a. Oh, we're going to bring him in at some point. Just that's so an we can Eternals introduce. thing. That's that's yeah, a yeah, Guardians like, of the Galaxy thing. That's not well, but I. But I feel like this, I feel like Kang could be like the the sub end boss where you're like, oh my God, this is a guy I got to fight. But then like the entire time you've been introduced to Dr. Doom, but not in a dangerous way until you find out that he's taken Kang's power. Mm-hmm. He's using Kang, Kang's technology. He's doing like, I feel That'd like him building himself yeah. up to become the big bad. So and Dr. Think- Strange is like, wait, this is a sorcerer who's more powerful than me. And he's using technology, and he can go and through time. And he's a fucking genius, and he's a yeah. motherfucking genius. Yeah, I, I kind and of he feel rules like, his own country. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's part of the reason why, like when they announced Fantastic Four, there was so much hype around. You know, like this is going to go into production. We're going to get this happening, and then we haven't heard anything about it for a while. They've been yeah. kind of putting it on the back burner a little bit more, a little bit. More. And I think that that could be because they are building that storyline up. To Fantastic come into Four it. is supposed to be the end of Phase Four. So yeah. that's that's I very think that interesting. It is, it is setting up that Doctor Doom is going to be introduced as the next main major villain in the series. One more question: Has anyone seen the Eternals other than me? No, no I have no, not asked you. It, no, no. Okay, no. I'm just because a lot of We're things. All waiting. You told me to wait. Well, it comes out I, in, I, in like three it, weeks. It'll be yeah. yeah, it'll be out within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So I just I just want to because a lot of stuff happens in it to the universe and everything oh i they didn't even touch upon it in this movie which i thought was very strange um i i know i like i know how the eternals ends like i i'm aware of of what the movie introduces okay okay but i don't want to say we'll talk about it when we talk about the eternals next month because this is the end of our 2021 season we will be taking a break um till probably the middle of or the end of january before we come back to regular you know 
uh, episodes. Um, we will be doing some, you know, extra stuff. Uh, there definitely has to be a review happening at the beginning of January for a game that we're getting. Um, and there's, you know, other stuff. We'll have other random episodes. I'm sure me and Hawk are going to be doing the expanse. I'm sure you want to yes. watch us blow our fucking brains, uh, when the expanse ends <laughs> in, uh, in January, which I can't believe that I can, I'm saying because that makes me really sad. Um, yeah, there'll be more. There'll, yeah, I guess. Anyway. Thank you guys for coming on. Any anything you guys want to say? Think yeah. before we head off. Thank you guys for coming on. This is this is wonderful. I've I've enjoyed having you guys. I am so glad Brent didn't hate this movie because I would have jumped through the internet and beaten the I'm, shit out of it. I'm very sad. I, I never got to use any of this Mortal Kombat I, shit that I wrote it down. I, oh my god! I am so angry that after I sent you all those messages, that you just went silent and left <laughs> <No>. the conversation. <laughs> you said I was it. like going. I'm like I gotta build this up all week long. This is Eric has great. left the chat. <laughs> you sent me the message. And then I was talking to Dave at the same time. I was like, Dave, Brent didn't like it. <laughs> I got it. I'm looking at I forget exactly what did I say to you. Oh, is uh yeah, just like Ghostbusters, they can't make something original, so they have to rely on bringing back old characters and nostalgia to drive the story for fuck's sakes. Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange to, supposed to be the most powerful that. wizard, fucks up a spell he calls simple. Come on, man. I will say that if you guys want to talk about the Matrix, because I know this is going to divide a lot of us, or at least people that are fans in it, um, I would love to just even hear your, your thoughts on it. I want to watch the first one again before I watch the new one. Yeah, um, I, I started watching. Oh, one last thing for all the people listening out there. Um, I started watching the Spider-Man movies with my daughter. She's seven. And we we watched the first three with Toby and they have aged. Yeah, but they're still actually really entertaining and they don't look like bad or cheesy as fuck. And she really enjoyed them. Um, going to the Amazing Spider-Man is going to be a little bit hard because those are a little bit more violent, a little more, you know, down to earth and a little, they're, they're a little bit more serious. Yeah, but. But I think we're going to do it because I really want to show her this movie. I think she would really love it. Just jump in front of the movie at the end of part two and be like, and then she fell in a big vat of cotton candy. Yeah, she's she's going <laughs> to. No, she I'm, fell in a vat of eels, dude. She's seen she's seen scary movies. She's watched the dark. She's watched the I'm dark. Sorry, crystal. your seven year old daughter seen scary movies. Scary for her movies. Let me rephrase. She's oh, watched, I'm sorry. I'm like specifically scary movies. She it's watched not Jurassic, appropriate for children. She watched Jurassic Park, man. Like she's seven. Like I think that's pretty scary. I think Jurassic Park came out when I was seven. It's fine. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, again, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you everyone out there for listening. We will see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Bye. Goodbye, 2021. Cherry Mistmas. Goodbye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.